like I said, uh, last week, I felt like everybody, you know, even um, Sawyer was sort of on that same page of like, it, it just, I even like the diet and it kind of ruins it for me a little bit. You know what I mean? I just think in general, it's, it feels like something we could all maybe get behind and just be like, yeah, probably not the best look to just retroactively make everything diet, but um, yeah, I didn't even know. I, know. I didn't, I didn't know people were. It's a wave. It made a wave. It feels like every time one of these things comes up and you're like, here's how I feel. The whole Star Wars fans like, ah! you know, and this one was another one, man. Yeah. Another one. Maybe I should just go die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what all the videos are about. Like, if you look at all those other videos, they're all like, man, I just wish they would drop off. One of Why the videos. Gotta say this? There's other There's videos. Those? No, 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 no. But I saw like the 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 wave of videos basically saying, and to be fair, like I only really saw, uh, you know, I don't even want to name names of people I saw talking about it. I saw a certain YouTuber make a video that seemed almost, you know, how you know what subtweeting is. No. So subtweeting is this concept of like maybe you're not gonna. Uh, I don't go on Twitter, so I don't understand it. Yeah, so it's like I'm not gonna at you on something, but we follow each other or we know each other and I'm going to say some stuff about like your position on something and it's called subtweeting. So like, you're not like directly calling them out, but you like pretty much are. So they're being and a I, bitch. Yeah. I saw a lot of people kind of doing that with, um, with the diet thing in particular, it seemed like it really spawned. I don't know what it was. It seemed like it really spawned this wave of negativity. And then, you know, that sort of like knee jerk, like let's not get negative kind of energy, which like I understand. And, and in some ways I'm the same way where I'm like, yo, let's get along and stuff. But I feel like you got to be able to be real about stuff too. Um, yeah. I don't know. It seemed like for whatever reason, this was a, this was one in particular that people were like, no, everybody freaking out about this is like, wrong and here's why or whatever you know who's no one's freaking out about it i didn't know this is a thing i didn't i didn't know anything like, this is so how i operate is i, I make my videos and then i just leave like i'll yeah, upload it's... and i just walk away and i go do other stuff well it's funny because i wasn't really i was checked out this weekend too i was in new york and then you know came back and just catching up on stuff and then seeing because you did that video like what like four days ago or something four or five days ago i don't know yeah it was like a week ago yeah, the, like don't Lucasfilm don't do this one, right? Whatever it was. Yeah, stop. Like just stop doing this. Right. Doing Whatever. This I feel like even today there was still there was still just a lot of sort of people talking about it and it's sort of nice. That's good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, I'm yeah. glad I uh, help with the overall engagement and discussion about Star Wars. Yeah, I guess that's one way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I'm I'm glad that you are hey, too. I mean, everyone's entitled to an opinion, including mine. As long as you're respectful and uh, cordial with everybody and every other Star Wars fan, I feel like you should be able to have a voice. But you know what's wild about that too, though, is I feel like I went even harder than you. I mean, you'd made a video about it where you sort of like condensed your you know thoughts or whatever, and so I guess people view that that inherently is probably well, I, yeah. If I, you didn't I, realize I did you, the 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 knights the knights of Melbourne did tell me that. Star Wars Explained made a video, and I didn't watch it because I don't watch that stuff. I don't watch this stuff, but yeah, um, I gathered from the from what they were saying, it was essentially just him making another video trying to retcon everything I say, or or double against everything I say, which he's done a million times in the past. That's sort of the impression I got. I didn't really watch the video either, but that's the impression I got from the tweet. Was it felt very like I said? So oh, there was a tweet. Was yeah, a that's what I saw. Well, I saw the tweet of Star Wars Explained. 
Oh, he made a sub too? I don't know. He yeah. Me after his wife made fun of me for crying about Luke Skywalker. Well, it's probably um, her that's doing that. I haven't the... seen it. Also, I don't go on Twitter. Yeah. You'll never find a more villainous. I literally scum. don't open the app. Yeah, it's very. I don't know. Twitter can be Twitter can be cool. It can be engaging. No, not, it can also not be. Uh, I'm, yeah, not ugh. no, not because I'm like, oh, I can't see, I can't read it. I, I read everything under the sun times ten, but um, I only have so much time in my life, you know. Yeah, for sure. Why Why am I gonna? Why would I waste well, my time? Especially because with you, it really seems. I mean, and it's probably just because of you know the size of your channel and all this perceived like sort of responsibility for it and stuff like that. But it really does seem. This is what this is what I was saying. It was like it's crazy because I felt like it's been a week since we first talked about this, and when we were talking about it on last week's show, I felt like I reacted even more negatively to it than you, right? So I was like literally, right. I was like wiling out, you know, and I was kind of like just. I don't know. I was like really down about it. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, it feels like everybody like had their arrows, right? Where they were all like really angry, but then they just turned to you and threw <laughs> fire. And I'm like sitting there like, okay, cool. Like, like shot up, bro. So that's fine. Yeah. It's, you know, thanks, I guess. Thanks for shielding me, you know? No problem. Thanks for being a bro about it. Appreciate you. It is what it is. Anyways, today we're going to be talking about something actually interesting, which is Anakin, the King of Star Wars, returning. Yes. And uh, we're all very excited about this. So let's get some of the boys in from Nerd Council. Do you want to send them the, the link? I'm going to send a... Yeah, yeah, I can send the link. This was such a fun story. Let's get, uh, I'm going to send it to Danny now, too. Do you want to send it to Danny, too? We can just get everybody yeah. in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so this was so fun. Did you see that Rosario had to delete her uh, post about it? I did. Yeah, so that's pretty wild, right? Because she, uh, man, she's she's kind of flagrant with that stuff. Like, remember when they asked her about Ahsoka originally? And she said something like, that's not confirmed, but I can't wait till it's confirmed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, such a what? weird. Yeah, that's what she said about Ahsoka, like, way back in the day when it was first getting sort of heating up. Uh, and she she she's sort of flagging with that. I was sort of surprised that they made her delete it. You know what I mean? They were like, "No, you can't, you can't be saying that." You know, it's already out there. Like, it's too. Well, late. it was the Hollywood. It was a Hollywood trade that broke it too. It's not like it was. You know, no offense to the scoopers and everything, but it's not like it was a scooper and insider. Like this was this is the Hollywood trade, and they have like a relationship with Disney, right? So like they wouldn't mm. they wouldn't do this if it wasn't confirmed by some good people and so the way some of this happens sometimes is like one of the trade reporters will get at somebody with the studio as a representative and be like look i know this is happening i'm gonna run it do you guys have a comment or whatever and sometimes from what i understand i don't know 100 but from sometimes they'll be like don't run that or whatever you know what i mean and they'll like be against it so i've always thought that when a trade breaks something there's sort of this tacit approval and you know just kind of like an okay nod from the studio um but it's weird it's weird that she would delete that post it was pretty funny the post i thought it was cool i thought it was cool too star wars explained video was a direct response to theories video basically saying he overreacted and that theory is misinterpreted that's great he can keep talking about me that's that's awesome did he mention you by name though like i guess i would wonder if chat no i don't i don't watch his stuff i don't watch yeah. any other star wars youtuber yeah, not from. I just don't have time. I don't. Yeah, want yeah, to spend yeah, yeah. Time doing that. 
Yo, chat, did it did he even mention him by name? I'm just curious. I'm not even trying to like start something. I'm just curious. No, but he's done that so much in the past, mm. years ago, when he tried to befriend me and then just Yeah. Danny said he's got a little uh little bit of time anyway, so he'll be coming in like a couple minutes. Okay, cool. That's a callus. Nice. Sweet. That's where the fun begins. If there's an opening for the council, happily volunteers tribute. <laughs> cool. <laughs> But yeah, man, Hayden back. Well, I mean, I saw that you you reacted to it, but like, what's your? I mean, obviously, it's like Dune? the best thing ever. But we did watch Dune to ignore Josh's comment because we're going to get to it in a minute. It's probably going to be a long show. We did watch Dune. We watched Dune on yeah. Movie Bros together. We yeah. we uh, did a watch party, and it was amazing. Absolutely yeah. loved it. I just watched it again today, actually, when I was sort of zoinked out, and uh, I love the movie, man. Um, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I, it's pretty mixed, I guess, in how people are taking it. A lot of people are saying it's pretty boring. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's doing good in the theaters, but it's not like doing great. You know what I mean? It's not smashing stuff. Um, so I think we'll still get a part two, which is really you know what it's all about. And maybe he can make it a little more uh, everybody's cup of tea. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Okay, so on today's topic... Anakin returning in Ahsoka and Kenobi, which makes me wonder, you know, what else are they going to make him return in? You know, what are mm -hmm. they going to put him in? Mm -hmm. Are they going to put him in some other show? Are they going to put him in more, I don't know, flashbacks perhaps? I mean, I'd love to get to see him in some Clone Wars flashbacks. That'd be really sweet. Um, yeah, Order awesome. 66 flashbacks. I'd love to see him just chopping down Jedi Masters, Jedi Knights, Jedi Padawans. Let me say that clearly. I want to see him go absolutely crazy and just do what needs to be done yeah I absolutely cool. i think and, and we got to see a glimpse of that in revenge of the sith and i want to see more of it we got to see it in the games and i want to see more of it on screen bro it's so cool it's crazy like i can't believe like i i you know we we knew that he was coming back for kenobi and i sort of had a sense that if he did well in that show they were gonna really sprinkle him throughout but to me ahsoka is maybe one of the last shows i thought he would appear in right right so just plainly like that is sort of head scratching and it kind of lets you know maybe that uh they've got crazy plans like we've always thought Feloniverse epic you know what they're doing with mando luke all this stuff you, you know they might throw some thrawn in there and and you know we'll have some air to the empire call it a day but like this anakin bit this this opens the door to so many interesting possibilities right because i think like like you said like the flashback for sure it, it totally would play that some of the flashback stuff we heard may or may not happen in kenobi would be fair game for ahsoka as well because she would be remembering stuff right that's plain awesome um there's fun ways they could use him in the sense of uh having a holocron of, of like actually vader or something or some message or some weird teachings or communication with thrawn something that he had there's a lot of fun stuff they could do like that but there's a whole other side of stuff they could do that would be like beyond just interesting but like really bold right so one of the things they sort of tease out in that first breaking article is the possibility of a force ghost scene with Anakin like it's in there it seems like the author's speculating but it almost seems like they're saying something without saying something you know what I mean our boy hey yo hey yo what's, what's up what's, what's up, up man? man 
How are you? It's great to Good. see you, dude. How it's a pleasure. Thanks for inviting me on, bro. It's been a long time coming. I yes, know, man. Sir. Glad yes, to have sir. you on. Geekdom, everybody. This is Geekdom. Uh, if you haven't seen his videos, go check him out. He is the biggest Dragon Ball creator on Namek. Well, maybe. Maybe <laughs> not the, maybe not the biggest, but definitely the best. So yeah, favorite. there you go. There we yeah. go. No, yeah. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Thanks for inviting me today. I've been wanting to talk to you all for a while. I've, theory, you and I have never actually had a verbal We've never conversation had a face before. To face. Yeah, so this is dope. This is the first time. Yeah, man. And yeah, we both have an equal love for the gym. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Equal love for equal love for the ladies, especially the Cuban ones. You know, you came yes. to my country at one point. You know, it's yes. all good. Yes. And uh, of course, I've been on Den of Nerds a bunch of times. But the pleasure to be here, bro. Anakin yeah. is back, bro. Obi Wan, um, Ahsoka. This Hayden's getting some paychecks this year. Hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. And the royalties, too. Like, the thing that's fun about it is he's going to break into that legacy royalties place as well, right? So, like, he's going to get paid, but also, like, he's going to get paid, paid. Like, th this is a big deal in a lot of ways, man. I'm I'm pretty excited. You know, people talk a lot about Disney this and Disney that, but one thing about Disney is they do. Yeah, for sure. They, they, they take care of you, bro. Just ask Dwayne Johnson. You know what I'm saying? They, they well, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a, hey, look, it's a smart move, right? Like, if you want to sort of smooth some edges and, you know, have a good uh, PR basis out of there, the, one of the best ways is to take care of the most influential people, right? So right. they, especially when it's an actor, like, they're going to, they're going to pay so you don't retweet certain things. You know what I mean? Like, you're getting that kind of money, which is, which is all good, but. Yeah. I almost hey. feel like, like I'm just excited that they're bringing him back. You know, I didn't yeah. think that they would, especially with the constant failed attempts in the sequels. Like JJ wanted to bring him back as like a forced ghost that was alternating yeah. between the light and dark, and then he comes in. He was going to come in at episode nine or whatever, and it never happened. But we see right. the concept art, so finally we get to see him, you know, in the flesh, which is going to be cool. Well, yeah. it's going to be the burnt flesh because it's you know they can't actually show Unless him flashbacks. What? flashbacks yeah that's the only way i was gonna say it's either before yeah. he's vader or he's gonna be like what we saw in uh rogue one in the tank you know like what yeah. you shot for the vader yeah. film you know yeah like, yeah yeah tangled up or whatever gnarled so. up and everything yeah. yeah yeah it would be sweet but i mean the thing with him as vader is if they're going to be showing him as vader then he takes off the helmet for sure Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. not just him in like a back to tank scene because that would just be like, why would you have him in there for two seconds? It's like they're definitely going to have him take either have his face ripped off, like his helmet ripped yeah. off in like battle, or he's going to take his helmet off. Maybe he's, I don't know, I could see him like hyperventilating and just being like, holy crap, like what is happening? Or, or, or like just getting used to this transition period between, you know, uh, episode three and episode four. And he says right in the middle, it's 10 years after. So he's probably still like, whatever he is let's say he's like full vader in episode four this is half of him so right you're talking you about know, season for kenobi right there right mm -hmm. i was against yeah. and i'll be honest i kind of still am against a vader kenobi fight in between three and four because i feel like the line in four yeah. where he talks about the last time we met i was about to learn but now i'm the master is mm -hmm. perfect for most of far like that's a perfect connective tissue so them fighting in between three and four I'm, I'll be honest, bro. I'm still very rocky on that. Me I too. like the idea they hadn't seen each other in, you know, 20 years. Yeah. But if they're going to do a thing where he meets Obi-Wan, and even though Vader might be more powerful physically, that doesn't mean anything because, like Yoda said, man, you know, this, not this crude matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And so I feel like um, if they fight again, it could be a thing where Obi-Wan outsmarts him again or uses the force again. But what they could do is like what we saw in the season finale of um, of Rebels, where maybe Obi-Wan cracks his helmet and we mm. see like half his helmet. And that's when you see Hayden's face on the inside. Yeah. That I think would be cool. And I think Hayden would be up for that. That would be yeah. dope. Yeah, actually, that would be sick if we saw like just a portion of it. But I want to see more. I want to see the full Hayden. I want to see yeah. bald, scarred Hayden, man. This dude, I think they might do an Iron Man type thing where they they do some shots like within the helmet, and they have him like just just like his expression, right? Which is something we've never really had like with yeah, Vader. No, oh, dude, it would, would be, be sick. Would be his eyes out of here. His mouth is hooked on the uh, the yeah, you would right, exactly. So it would be more like it would actually be just like a back to tank, except it would be like inside the helmet. Like they'd have to figure it out, obviously, in a in a cool way. But like we've actually never, but we've never got to see like him, like while he's fighting, like his like what is his eyes doing when he's staring him down? Oh, Geekdom, you got a message here. Hey, Geekdom, I love you, Dragon Ball content. I think you're one of the most reliable Dragon Ball YouTubers, says Tomaku-san. Thank you, Tomaku-san. I appreciate that. Yeah, we are uh, we have a lot of exciting stuff coming out now when it comes to Dragon Ball. The manga's still kicking. We got a movie coming out next year that's going to be very interesting. And uh, all that's going to be covered on the channel. So um, I'm, I do cover Dragon Ball on Geekdom 101. That's my main channel. I do talk a little bit about Star Wars and movies on my second channel, World of Geekdom. That one's more like, there's no editing. It's all like kind of just me just talking, just whatever's on my mind. Kind of like what you do in your second channel theory, like more like Theories Arcade, more like relax, like, you know. Just like anything, yeah. Anything, yeah. Yeah. Geekdom 101's Dragon Ball to the max. But uh, if you are a Dragon Ball fan, check that out. But we're not talking about Dragon Ball today. We're talking about the return of Hayden for the first time since, what, 2015? It's been a 2005. while. Man. No, it's Oh well, do you count that one line he had in episode nine? The uh, voice no, I, that was I, one line. No. No, hell no. One line. No. No. And we got the like one of the biggest Anakin fans right there. <laughs> yeah. Why don't I Cat if it's cool with you, I'll, I'll talk about Anakin later on because I have remember you and I talked about that video idea I had about the anxious attachment style. I wouldn't mind talking about that. Yeah, here, let's go I for think it. It's important. Yeah, it no, whenever you're ready, bro. I'm not go gonna take it. over this thing. Man. What it's is it, dude, dude? I want to know, chilling, man. There's, there's no like, how I work is like, even when you were asking me like, what time are you going? I'm just like, I don't know, like, <laughs> whenever. 34. Yeah, well, I'm just super laid back. I just like, there's no schedule. I never plan videos. I don't have videos ever planned. Everything is off the cuff for like the last five years. That's just how I roll. Not me, man. I got videos planned all the way till next month. I always really, you know, really, damn. Yeah, bro. I'm like yeah. kind of. I'm in between that. I'm in between that. Some days I'm more like, wow, you guys are like the devil and angel on my shoulders right now. This is <laughs> what do you like? Are you in the middle? Are you in between? I'm pretty much in the middle. Yeah, something like yeah. I'll, I'll like to plan stuff out, but okay, I can keep it pretty sure. Well, now everything changed. Yo, yo. Now you got two devils over here. That's true. Sure. This is how it works. Yeah, I don't know. I'm weird. I just operate differently like that. I don't know why. No, anyways, what I was going to discuss was um, basically here's kind of so I watch a lot of your content theory, and a lot of people who not only watch you but also people who are probably in this call right now, they feel like Revenge of the Sith is their favorite Star Wars movie, and it's definitely the most action packed of all of them. My favorite is Return of the Jedi because I I just love Luke. Like yeah. Luke is my dude, but. Yeah. 
a lot of people trash on the prequels. Well, they used to, not so much anymore. Now we have that generational thing. No, they still do, man. There, there was an article that came out yeah. today on CNET or something like that, where they were like, take, take Jar Jar out of the the prequels or something like that. <laughs> like, I mean that. Yeah. Two thousand twenty-one, bro. Yeah. They're still complaining about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Man but no on one talks about it. Yeah, no one. I know, right? It's crazy, especially well, like after all the stuff he went what I want to yeah, discuss with you, we could do a separate video later on if you want to about this, but I I love the original trilogy. I'm an OT. That's what I grew up with. That's my favorite. But what people have to understand, because the thing about me is I'm also a big Lucas like historian, yeah. is when George Lucas wrote the prequel trilogy in starting in 1994, he was a different man than when he wrote the original trilogy. A decade had gone by. His kids were older. He was an older man. And um, what people have to understand about the prequels is that, yes, they do have their fair share of problems. But the one thing that they got right on an e besides Palpatine, they got that perfect on an even more advanced level is what happened to Anakin Skywalker and why he became Darth Vader. Because for a long time, I didn't like that. It doesn't really coincide with what I had thought as a kid was what happened to Anakin. Because when you watch the original trilogy with no context of the prequels, you think Anakin is this like war hero who eventually goes to the dark side, not because of his wife. Yeah. And you hear Leia say, I remember her. So you don't really think that Padme died prior to her birth or right as she was born. But what he did, and I, and I love talking about this, bro, because it's so deep. The older George Lucas, when he wrote Anakin in the prequels, he wrote a character that's very realistic because Anakin grew up without a father and his mother died when he was in it, what, 19? Something like that? Roughly, mm -hmm. like 18, 19? Yeah, episode in two. Episode two. 19. Yeah. 19. So he's got what what is referred to in psychology, and I love studying psychology, what's called anxious attachment style. And what happened was, you know about this? A little bit because I took I took AP psychology in high school. This is why episode three is secretly brilliant because when Anakin's mom died, his whole they call it in psychology um, your worldview. It's actually this is all like psychological stuff. Yeah. His whole worldview shifted. Like his love for his mom shifted over to Padme. Like he was he yeah. had like a romantic interest in her, but. His whole life became her, mm. and so that's a very this... common thing. Uh, that's a very common thing that you find among uh, people who are in relationships. When a parent dies, they end up becoming a lot closer and a lot more emotionally attached to their partner. That's a very common thing that happens. And let me tell you how I know that because that happened to me. My mom died when I was 22, and because of that, I developed a tremendous. This is how I even know about this. I developed this tremendous anxiety where I became clingy for a long time with the women I would date. Hmm. And all of a sudden I'm watching Revenge of the Sith and I'm like, this dude was so clingy to his wife that he was willing to sell his soul to the devil to keep her alive. That's pretty much, it's a metaphor for that. I mean, we have yeah. the virgin birth in episode one. Luke did a lot of like philosophical stuff. He sold his soul to the devil to keep her alive because it, it, basically, the way it works is, you know how, like, when you're too clingy with, like, your partner, you push him away sometimes. Right. That's kind of what he did. He kind of pushed Padme away. And it's deep. I could talk about this all night, but I wanted you to, to talk about it because 
episode three has a lot of deeper layers to that character that nobody i've been looking for videos on youtube but there's people a don't get it them, there's not yeah, many people don't understand for me i always thought i didn't know what the term was psychologically but i feel like when his mom died he kind of blamed the jedi for everything even in the beginning he was having dreams he's like i have dreams of my mind and obi-wan's just like your thoughts betray you it's like don't don't worry about it just just disregard it and then she finally dies and he's like i wasn't strong enough to save you and he's like, this is not going to happen again when it came to Padme. With someone else dying, he was it like hit a nerve, right? It's like you, you get bullied a lot when you're a kid. If someone says something again, like 20 years later, you're going to be like, ah, you get a little hit because you're like, I remember when this happened. Like, this isn't going to happen again. So I feel like that's the same thing that happened with him. His mom died and he wasn't strong enough to save her. And then he's like, I'm not going to let this happen again with Padme now. And so he was going right. to do anything he could because I feel like if Padme died, the roles would be reversed. Like he would do the same thing for his mom, you know? Right. But the thing is mm. when it comes to like real life psychology, this is all like, it starts with your, with your, your, it's called your primary caregiver. It could be your mom, your dad, your grandma, whoever you attach to between the age of zero and four years old. You can look all this up by the way. I'm just doing all the work for you. So mm. no, I'm, but I am though. So it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting though, because, because I did it for myself. It's very interesting because I noticed that Lucas, remember, he went through a divorce. This dude, right. when he wrote episode three, was a totally different man than he was when he first wrote the original trilogy. So people have to understand that, that, okay, you might not have the most cohesive story compared to Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi, but you have a different story. So what I wanted to say was with anxious attachment style, yeah, he was so clingy to his partner. And this we do this as humans. In real life, we do this where we're so clingy to our men and women do it that we kind of push them away where they're kind of like, okay, like give me some space here. That's kind of where he was at just in a more science fiction way. Because remember, even at the end, she was like, don't do this, Anakin. Don't do this. Like she didn't want him to. He's over here telling him, no, I saved your life by joining Palpatine when really yeah. she was like no you didn't have to do any of that like you, you yeah. overstepped your boundaries you know what yeah. I'm saying yeah you're crazy I don't even know you anymore yeah she, she would have right. rather herself die than see him become that yeah yeah and the she monster. did and she did yeah. you know and at the end of the day it kind of shows how Anakin and Luke are very much two sides of the same coin because Anakin exhibits the unhealthy aspects of attachment whereas Luke exhibits the healthy versions he doesn't mm. have attachment to the point where he ends up becoming extremely selfish and saying like no this is how I want the people that I love to be he instead uses his love and attachment <laughs> and you should regret it Anakin uh he he uses it to help the people around him whereas Anakin uses it as uh as an excuse for anxiety and mm. and and in a in a way kind of destroys himself because of it Bingo. And, and i like how we get to see a lot of that with uh with clovis in that sixth season where he's beating on clovis with his robot arm and like <laughs> yeah. i mean just a finance deserved bro. It, but at the same time like shouldn't have gone as far as he did <laughs> clovis, clovis absolutely deserved, deserved it all i'm saying all i'm saying is like clovis is like a banker and, and Anakin is the most powerful Jedi in a season. <laughs> yeah, that's why he like stopped. But Clovis was straight up about to sexually assault yeah, right. Padme, so I don't yeah. I don't blame Anakin for being like, uh, no. 
Right. And when he was Vader at that point, he was a broken man. He lost his mom. He lost his wife. He thought he lost his kids. So because she was pregnant, and he thought that they were dead. So this dude was just a complete shell of himself. And then that's when the dark side kind of really Lucas, the metaphor for the dark side, like in real life, us as humans, we have a light in the dark side. We all yeah, have it. Shadow and it's very deep when you think about it. It's obviously, it's based on Eastern religion, Eastern uh, philosophy. But uh, he just lost everything. He had no reason to live. He was only living to be alive. Like, because the machines, he probably wished he was dead many times, you know, in some ways. But when the dark side got in his head, it was like, you know, I'm out. And then his son, realizing that his son and his daughter were alive, started the... Uh, the the because I'll tell you this I'm gonna name a scene for you in Return of the Jedi that nobody ever talks about I'm about to blow your mind right now you ready for this I'm, I've been I'm waiting for this theory theory I've been me, telling you about this I'm about it. to blow your mind this is it. why Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie I'm about to blow your mind there's some secret stuff in that movie nobody ever talks about so there is a scene about halfway to the movie where Vader confronts Palpatine. And the Emperor and, and Vader's like, my son is with them, you know, on the moon. And yep. the Emperor goes, search, you know, how do you know? And he's like, he goes, I felt him. And the Strange Emperor goes, I have not. Strange that I have not. You know why? Because at that point, the, the dark side and the light side were about to shift. Luke <laughs> gaining more power. Vader slowly turning, which started an empire slowly but surely coming back the emperor's power began to wane now ignore seven eight nine this is not lucas ignore that crap that's yeah. garbage ignore it it never happened return of jedi was the end of the story this dude on that day people were complaining oh it doesn't make sense that so pissed. you know people say a bunch of teddy bears <laughs> a bunch of teddy bears beat the empire oh it was a bunch of teddy bears you know no the Empire was meant to lose on that day because the Force willed it to happen. It doesn't matter if there were teddy bears for the Ewoks or whatever excuse the fans make to hate on that movie. They were going to lose because the Emperor was losing his control of the Force. It was shifting back to Anakin. And he kind of saw it coming, too. That's the point of the contingency is that he sees a shatter point coming and he knows that it's possible Although unlikely that that's the moment that he will lose it, you know, it was I mean? in, it was in fact the prophecy being fulfilled because the prophecy, yeah, because Anakin was the chosen one, and at that at that point, he is his redemption. <laughs> he then becomes a Jedi, a Jedi defeating the Sith. Him, his redemption kills the the apprentice. Right? right. There's only two Sith. There's the master, the apprentice. His redemption kills the apprentice and brings about the Jedi himself right and he's the one that then destroys um sidious right so it's just the prophecy being fulfilled it, wherever he goes he's the only one that has wholly destroyed the 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 sith <laughs> as a jedi well, when people say that like it's unrealistic that the ewoks won first of all it was their no. home turf it's not That's about the ewoks one. dude number Sorry. two i don't know why people say that People always say that, and it's like, no, dude, you don't understand. Play the Ewok Hunt and tell me that. <laughs> yeah, that's just scary, bro. They are, they're a rough right. little. Mm -hmm. yes. But I'm just saying that the Force, the Emperor was losing power, bro, and it's in the film. You just have to watch it. It makes perfect sense. On that day, even though the Emperor 
gave away the, the, the location of the Death Star and it was all a trap and all that, it didn't matter because the force had already shifted. He was, he was, it was pretty much, I don't want to say prophesized, but I guess it was, you, you know, it was pretty much that was the day that the dark side was going to die no matter what. And it's a, it makes the movie better when you watch it like that and you kind of know that, you know. I never, I don't, I never thought of it like that. I thought of it like Vader is starting to turn back into, well, Anakin was never really fully dead. I feel like Anakin was always in there. And once he learned about his son, he was starting to resurrect. He was starting to wake up. And George was always like, you know, Luke was never the chosen one. He was just the catalyst. And so once Vader was like, oh, wow, I have a son. That was when his part of Anakin started to be reborn and like wake up a little bit. And his connection to Padme increased. Because he's like, this son is the only last bit of Padme that I have left. And then, of course, he found out that you know he has a daughter, too. And then it was just, you know, even more. But when it came to that, I feel like there was still, it was uncertain at that point. And the Emperor was so convinced that he could turn Luke if Vader would, you know, fail, let's say. That it just seemed like, to me, that nothing was really set in stone until the moment where Vader looked back and forth at the Emperor and Luke being fried and and having his son call out for him be like my son is killing himself he's literally just gonna end his life so that he can save me for love and this is something that padme was always talking about and it reminded him of that and i feel like in that moment is when he made that shift the full shift but i think up until that moment it was like the lead up from episode one to episode three where he turned to the dark side where people are like oh it happened in an instant it didn't really happen it was just such this like a long timeline of little things that were happening in legends the first time anakin killed someone this is like super legends i don't even remember what the source was i think it was an old star wars book but he (laughs) set an he set someone on fire as a kid with the force yeah and obi-wan was like that moment he was like holy crap i don't chocolate do you know what book this is no, I can't no, remember. I'm not familiar with that one. That's that's dark. That's dark. That's a rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like one of those like scholastic, you know, like 1990, whatever. Um, or maybe with, like with Ranger. Mom, and... can I go to the yeah. scholastic book fair and get? Do the you guys book remember that? Yeah, it was like one of those. Yeah, it was like one of those. And um, and it was that moment, Obi Wan was like, "Holy crap!" So I just feel like it was this yeah. long-winded like turn of events. First three, he turns to the dark side, and then four, five, six, he turns to the light side again. But it just takes forever. Mm. And I don't think it was ever set in stone that that day would be the day. I think if the Emperor didn't try to kill Luke, then things might have been different. Because it was be, that yeah. it was that pressure, it was that moment that Vader was put under. Where he's like, I need to do something. And if you notice, it's kind of a rhyme, uh, which I, I love how George did that. No one ever talks about this. In that pressurized moment is the same moment in Revenge of the Sith, where Anakin mm. sees that Palpatine is about to die and he makes that move. And here he yeah. sees Luke is about to die and he makes that move. So it's like it's it's cool like that. I feel like in that moment, and when Anakin's under pressure, he'll he'll do something and it'll change the fate of the galaxy. But like you said, it was building. It was. I'm just was saying building. that 100%. the fact that the emperor was losing, like he couldn't sense Luke, but Vader could. It's not just their connection. I think he was. I think he was losing his connection. It was. To the floor. I never. Was, I never. It was much like. I never the, took that as as face. I, I took it as the emperor just lying, being like trying to play with Vader, being like, "Hmm, weird. I don't. I wonder why you do." To make Vader like think internally and be like, "I never took hmm. it like that, man. Yeah, I, took I took that as, as foreshadowing of what was to come at the end of the film." Kind of like the way that Yoda just, just you know, they were clouded because because of that shift 
from the dark side over overtaking mm, the light. So yeah. that's, that's what's happening. That's what's all about. Yeah. Mm, yeah, which is kind of what happened in the, the Plagueis book when they did their ritual and they felt a big exactly. shift in yeah. the galaxy. Mm. I just don't think the Emperor would ever like full on televator be like, oh weird, you can send something, but I can't. You know, that's why I was always like, oh, maybe he's just... I thought he was just thinking this. out loud. Strange that I have not. Are you <laughs> yeah, sure like, your feelings I, are clear I always, I always mm, took that as, um, you know, after when when Vader and Luke met on Cloud City, and then we have that scene at the end, father, son, like, they they forge a connection. Like, we know right. that the more time you spend with people, like, and the mm. more emotionally attached you can start to feel each other. I just took it as that, like, you know, Emperor and Luke weren't chilling. They weren't homies. So, like, he said, obviously, Vader's going to be better at sensing him. That's how I mm. was mm. Interesting. That's a cool discussion. I love these kind of talks. They're fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Empire was going to lose that day, man. I think that that's what I feel. I feel like that was their day. So, let me the, ask you. All the pieces lined up perfect, you know? Let me ask you, what do you think would have happened if the Emperor wasn't trying to fry Luke? I think eventually, well, they could, maybe maybe what would have happened is Lando would have blown up. That's they all would have died. Yeah, I don't I think, think that that I don't think that 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 wouldn't have ever happened because the, if there's there's no other way. Remember that the Emperor wanted Vader to destroy Luke. It was and vice it versa. was yeah. It was Vader saying, "Well, maybe he can be turned," you know. So him being there was only to fulfill that possibility if he's not going to turn to the dark side then he has to be destroyed i don't he's believe the, that that's i don't think so i also that's, feel like I, I vader was way. going to turn on the emperor anyways at some point because that's teasing empire he's been, like well that's empire, he yeah, says but, that, but for sure I, always he always did this crap though he was always like he, he told dooku he's like yo just toy with anakin and he made dooku think that okay that me anakin and the emperor are just gonna <laughs> sort of rule the galaxy and then dooku's like oh i'm gonna make my sith army blah 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 Think right, about what he said the... though in in Empire, the son of Vader, the son of you know, Anakin can destroy yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. can destroy us. And that's what and... he says back to his son. He says the Emperor has foreseen your power. He knows you can destroy him. That's that's what he says. Yeah, right? there's no way he was leaving that. Unless and... he was to join. I mean, he was At least that's to... how that's how I saw it. He was always trying to turn Luke. I feel like he was always trying to find a replacement for, for Vader because once yep. Vader lost, he was like, this guy's this guy's not what he used to be. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't care about anybody but himself. That's that's why he's a he's a great villain. I mean, he, he that's might why be he cannot best. be looking for. I a think guy he's ever. one of the best villains ever. Ever, it, no, he might see be his best face cinematic villain ever. <laughs> yeah. when when Luke stands, you know, over his father and he tosses his lightsaber, and he's just like he's just that step. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can that's see the Emperor's face look. like like just. You son of a yeah. bitch. That's why he's my favorite character, bro. That's why he's like nah. Yeah. I'm not gonna give in. I'm stronger <laughs> than my dad. Not yeah. not physically, mentally. He's mentally stronger yeah. than Anakin was. I mean, that yeah. must have messed his head up because as a as a Jedi, just a Jedi Knight at that point, full-fledged Jedi Knight, he's tossing away the Jedi's weapon yeah. in front of the most powerful man in the universe. Mm -hmm. He's tossing away his weapon. Like that's just a that's like a head fuck right there. Mm -hmm. It shows how much stronger he was than the rest of them. That he didn't Absolutely. need weapons to defeat them. He pretty Absolutely. much did, he, he pretty much admitted to them. You know, I don't need to fight you with force because I'm already stronger and will. And do you think if he had kept the saber, he'd be able to block it though? 
I think no. he would have probably. Hell no. Dude, in the book, <laughs> no, he actually, so? yeah. dude, in the book, he blocked the lightning with his hand for like a couple seconds and it bounced off into the walls. And he's like, Yoda never taught me about this. He full on used two to menace, which is like an extremely really? powerful ability. And yeah, it like he's like put his hand up and it's like <laughs> and it went off and it hit the walls and then and then he just got destroyed. Yeah, because Yoda's the only one in the movies who ever blocked lightning that we saw. Yeah, but Luke, without any training, without knowing force lightning exists, was able to do that. Hmm. Well, it also just goes to show you that the force is more about your focus, your will, and your determination. I mean, that was the whole point of why Luke failed in his training is he didn't believe he could he could do it. He could right. he could have tossed the X Wing wherever he wanted to. He just didn't believe it. Yeah, fair, right. fair, fair. I don't think at that point he could have. I think he I think him. he could have I think he absolutely could have lifted it. He the the problem was Yeah he was himself. and then he Well it's yeah, sort it's of a like, weird argument because you're it's like you're both kind of saying the quit. same thing. Because you're saying like he couldn't have done it but like could he have physically done it but he can't do it because he doesn't believe it's the same thing like he's capable yeah. of doing it technically there's no limitations in the force right but his mind is limiting him you know I yeah think that's, i think I one of the best it. the best um sort of depictions of that was in i think it's in dooku in the dooku novel where where yoda is speaking to dooku about him moving that you guys remember that no he i'm was, actually about, not familiar with this one yeah well Dooku asked, I mean, Yoda was asking Dooku to move um, this plant, planter, right? That was supposed to be very, very, very heavy. Oh, in Dooku Jedi Lost? Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. it was sort of that same concept where you could have done it. It's just here. You're telling yourself that it weighs. Mm -hmm. Stop thinking that it has physical weight. Right. Stop We're not living about it. it like, yeah, yeah exactly. it's like the Matrix. Do you think that's area breathing? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like that same idea. I love it. Right. I love both of these franchises because they take they borrow from Eastern philosophy, like Dragon Ball does. Mm -hmm. It's very similar. <laughs> you have key, you have yep. the Force. It's all the same thing, mm -hmm. and I love it. I, I just love that kind of stuff because it, it. Some of it, like people argue whether or not it's real. I don't know, man. Because but the it's Force, real, dude, it, it well, is no, super real. Like energy, like human energy, hundred percent is real. Seen We've seen mothers when their children are in danger lift like vehicles. We've we've heard stories of people doing this. Like That's human true. beings have Danny, like. Let me, let me let me let me tell you something that that a lot of people are gonna think I'm uh, a nutcase more than I already am. You um, lifted a car. So I have done that, but in competition, but not not. bro. Yeah, right. Um, no, I almost thought I like. Rip my butthole out of my, my body. <laughs> oh my um, <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. Um. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Oh, so shit. the thing about key that you mentioned. So my dad studied in Japan. He studied Aikido, and he studied in the States. Aikido with all the old masters like Tabata Sensei, Toy Sensei. Like he knew all of them. And really? Yeah, dude. And, I gotta talk to you about this at some point, bro. Yeah, and so he opened up a dojo here when I was younger, and um. Very heavy in meditation, very heavy in techniques and, you know, self-defense and all that, but very heavy in the meditation. Um, and he's told me crazy stories about his masters and, and one in particular when they were training, they were, in, they were in Hawaii and they were training. And I think it was, I think it was Tabata Sensei's father, or maybe I'm wrong, but um, <laughs> he got a chopstick and he had my dad fold it up with a piece of paper. And had my dad hold the wooden chopsticks just like this. And Sensei took 
the paper that was folded sent energy through it and just went like this and the whole thing snapped in half when i was a kid he did it at my dad did a demonstration in the mall where it's called keeping one point and it's where you meditate on the spot and he had a gentleman from the crowd come pick me up and i did this fuck, it was like a party trick at that point um i was three years old and uh this guy comes up from this crowd big guy and it's on video it's on a vhs comes up from the crowd lifts me up and i was like i don't know what what are you when you're three years old like 30, 20 pounds lifts me up no problem puts me back down and my dad whispers in my ear he says keep one point now and there's like this big crowd of people the guy i'm look i remember looking at the guy's face and he's turning like beet red trying to lift me off the ground and he can't at all theory is mjolnir confirmed Bro, these, are, these, are, these, are, these are different ancient Japanese martial arts and abilities that Western culture doesn't know about. Mm -hmm. No, and, and it's At real all. because my roommate is a fifth degree black belt in Aikido. And Aikido and Aikido Jiu-Jitsu is all about manipulation of energy and force. It, yeah. Like if you ever watched Steven Seagal, the Steven Seagal, yeah. the older films, very realistic. Very real. New, new ones. New ones. No, not the new ones. He throws a punch at you. You basically grab him. You could literally flip him across the room. Yeah. using his own momentum against him. And it's all about leverage and all that. It's all very real. Obviously, I don't think we can levitate objects with our mind. But I don't think the, I don't know if we could. That'd be cool if we could. But be yeah. cool. But energy's real. I think yeah. very real. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Quantifiably yeah. real. Yeah. Absolutely. So, anyways. I think that's one reason why I was so drawn towards Dragon Ball Z and, and Star Wars because Dude, the idea sure. of the Force, I was like, holy crap. Like, like, And I was a little kid. I'm like, this is something my dad's been teaching me since I was a little kid. And I've been reading in all these like ancient, like old Japanese books about Aikido and meditation and ki and the transfer of energy, like all of this stuff. I'm like, this is like, and funny enough, that's kind of what George is talking about in Star Wars. So when he was a kid, he got into a car crash. I don't know if you know this. And after that car crash, it completely just changed the course of his life. So after that, he felt that there was a huge connection with every single living thing as a human, as an animal, insect, whatever it may be, not just on this planet, but in the entire galaxy and the cosmos, the universe. And it was this philosophy that he had when he almost died, which funny enough, the car did like a bunch of different flips and his seatbelt just came undone and he flew out the car, which saved his uh... life. And that was how he actually didn't die. Otherwise, he he'd be dead. There'd be no yeah. we wouldn't be here talking about this, you know. That's so there's everything is connected in a way. We're all connected in some sort of shape or form. And energy in itself is very very real, whether you know the Western world was, wants to know about it or not. But it's there. It's creepy too. I've seen I've seen do. crazy I've seen crazy stuff that I just don't talk about because, again, the Western world would just be like. They don't Bro, listen. Um, I, it's Halloween in next Sunday. Yeah, I've seen because I'm just like you. I grew up. I, Cubans have are very superstitious. Mm -hmm. I'm not, but mm -hmm. I have seen weird things like that that have no explanation, bro. And I'm not like a guy who I think is easily what's the word? I'm not easily gullible. I try to look at scientific. Yeah more than anything yeah and there's plus we actually have some scientific proof of, of energy we have some it's just those yeah those eastern guys are i mean dude there's dudes who have like fire blankets thrown on themselves they don't feel any pain like that's mm. wild to me that's yes. wild it's the power of the mind yeah it's crazy yeah there's so much more to this life than than what people 
just see, which is uh, cool. I hope we all discover it more one day. Anyways, back on topic. Um, what's, oh, yo, Vito's in the chat. Vito! Salute. Percent of gravity is the key to your energy flow. Remember to focus determines reality from one martial artist to another. Yes, my brother. Absolutely. Right. Um, oh, there's Vito. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feeds. Okay, so um, about Annie, what do you guys want to see with him in Ahsoka? Josh and I have talked about it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get some of these ladies talking, man. I just yeah, want to cry. Well, I was going to ask the fellow <laughs> ladies. I mean, I think we're all just... Yeah, I want the ladies. If we all have the same uh, childhood crush, I mean, this is like... I've been waiting for this since 2008. I've been wanting a live-action Ahsoka and Anakin together since she first showed up in the Clone Wars movie. That's all I've wanted, and so now I'm very excited about this. Retweet. <laughs> I have a question, though. Okay, I would like to see Anakin as a force ghost talking to Ahsoka, guiding her. I would yeah. like yeah. that. However, and I've talked about this with, with Josh before. Why, and this is a real problem for me, but why is it that Anakin can be a force ghost and help Ahsoka and guide her through you know problems? Why didn't he appear to Kylo Ren and say, hey, uh, that yeah. voice you're hearing of Vader, that's not me, buddy. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's the emperor. He's in Exegol. Why didn't he ever tell anybody? Oh, dude, I just don't even get you the, started. Because it, it, <laughs> anyway. it's the sequels. That's why. <laughs> don't I mean, I'm not trying to bury the sequels here, but that always messed with me. You know, I've always been every voice you've ever heard inside your head. And mm -hmm. I'm like, why didn't Ghost Anakin say, hey, buddy, that ain't me. That, that's like, yeah. that's not me. I promise you that. Well, okay. That, I think that's because Kylo was cut off, right? I think when you're a Sith or in your dark side, you can't really talk to light side ghosts anymore. Oh, so is he that, wasn't aware is that of that that's, that's my No, that's just my theory. He that's, knew Vader. He didn't know. But then Anakin. you have that with, with um, was it Cade? When Luke was showing up and like trolling him the whole time. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not the biggest Cade fan, but uh <laughs> I just don't think thought it through is what I think. They didn't think it through when they were writing that. You know? yeah, I've heard this that, that opens so many Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You're fine. I've heard this theory that like, you know, when Kylo is like in his quarters and he's like, I feel the pull to the light, like calling to his grandfather, I've heard that that could potentially be Anakin trying to pull him back to the light. Like people have talked about it. Where when he's like asking Darth Vader or like his grandfather for guidance, it's actually the reason why he feels the pull to the light is because Anakin's trying to get to him. But hmm, that's kind of interesting. I don't know. That's what I've heard. But well, they kind of retconned that themselves. I guess. With I feel like I also think there's a few. There's also because <clears throat> we also run into problems with like well. Force goes Obi Wan should have done way more. Like, you yeah, not disappear for a few years, show right. up and be like, "Hey, man, go to go to Dagobah." Sure. Like, I don't know. This, okay. this stuff to me it feels feels very baked into everything. So if you have the question, it's got to apply to all of it, and it's yeah. because I don't think the whole Force goes thing was initially fully fleshed out. I don't I don't right. know yeah, that, it, sure. that it truly is. But you also have like you know Ray being unable. Too. And who knows, maybe Kyle Ren had the same issue where they were having trouble communing with him. I think that could also be a thing. But yeah, if that becomes a problem, then like 
Qui-Gon should have been speaking to Yoda a lot sooner about, about Anakin and then but yeah, absolutely Obi-Wan should, should, should have been complaining about all of it because you know, it should be consistent. That's why I like the original six, man. I mean, like I said, the original three, that's my childhood. Most of us probably. The, yeah, I, when the prequels came out, I was a teenager going into young adults. So they do have a lot of love with me as far as like that era of going to the movies. Because none of us in this room experienced 1977. But I've talked to people who are older who are like, dude, the, the hype is nothing compared to when I was in 77. They always have that like, you know, that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But look, speaking from, from somebody who was 15 when Phantom Menace came out. There was nothing more hyped up than Phantom Menace, dude. I cannot remember the hype. That I didn't know you were older than me, Denny. Yeah, I was trying to trying to download the, tra- the the trailer, you know, using your little AOL. Yeah. Oh my god. The trailer was like yeah. this big, and you're just like, oh. It's like pixelated. <laughs> it was a yeah, lot of dude. Hype. I remember the lines that were up, like just at the movie theater. It was. Oh, it was such a, dude, they were epic. A lot of costumes. It was like a show. It was the first oh, time in my life I can remember there being cops at a movie premiere. Like, that's something that, you know, with future films like Avengers and Dark Knight Rises. But that was the first time I remember there being super long lines. And, like, it's not cops, but security, armed security there because it was yeah. so packed. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. Insane. It was a good time. I'm jealous. Time. I remember leaving like the theater 30. with Darth Maul. You were three? <laughs> not fifth, Not old enough. To be conscious enough to go see the film. I was nine. I was, I was not born yet. As Anakin. Yeah. Look, I'm born yet. Look, I'm 37. I was born two years later. I'm 37. I look 27, and I feel 17. So there you go. Take True. that for what it's worth. True. Not gonna lie though, when when Maul's second blade ignited, I felt like when the Ancient One knocked Doctor Strange out of his body. Like yeah. that happened to me in the theater. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. They, they, they ruined it in the in the trailer. What? It still it was still epic. You saw it, but it like, was amazing. Yeah. what are you talking about? Okay. No, I just mean like, it, like there was no it, like. Oh it my god! Like, you're expecting. I'm like the whole movie. I'm like, where's this double bladed saber? Guy? <laughs> <laughs> it, show dude, up, yeah. it was worth the wait for me. <laughs> this one. It was amazing, dude. You know, it's funny because that wasn't even the first double bladed saber ever. The real. This, I'm gonna get nerdy right now. We're gonna get nerdy. We're getting nerdy. Why do you think it's called Nerd time? Council? Huh? It's called Nerd Council. Okay, good. The first time I've ever seen a double bladed lightsaber is actually from a 1983, I think, Tokusatsu show called Dimensional Warrior Spiel Van, which was adapted. God, I sound like a virgin. It was adapted <laughs> into Saban's VR Troopers and. He had a double bladed lightsaber in the eighties before Phantom Menace came out. It's wild. Who? Yeah, who? who? It was from the. It was from the. It was a show called. It was a Japanese show called Dimensional Warrior Spielvan, and it was adapted into Saban's VR Troopers in the nineties, which is like a Power Ranger spinoff. Okay. And he took the Japanese footage, and one of the yeah, characters yeah, yeah, had yeah, a yeah. double bladed lightsaber, and he would slice the monsters up. That's kind of but he wasn't. But that, I mean. It, yeah. It's not really a lightsaber. It's uh... it was a lightsaber. Did it look like a lightsaber? Did it... uh... Bro, you want me to send you a picture of it? Yes, I want you. It's to a lightsaber. I'm gonna pull it up right now. So you're talking about like with uh, that, that was a laser Rangers, sword. Yeah, yeah, that was a laser sword. For yeah, sure. yeah. That's not a lightsaber. That's a laser sword. Yeah. I don't know, man. Have... Ryan Johnson did the same thing, bro. <laughs> Ryan Johnson did the same thing. So George is gonna find out about this. He can be pissed. I'll find it. 
keep going. I'll, I'll look. Keep doing your thing. I don't want to interrupt. So, I'll, I'll what do you guys think? Just a time to try to take it back to Anakin. Like, do you guys think he is going to be beyond like a flashback? Do you think he's going to be communicating with Ahsoka as a Force ghost? Because that kind of better that's be. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's so. a game changer, right? Like, I mean, that's I wild. I feel like. Uh, you know, in Kenobi, I don't think there's going to be a lot of room for him, except in flashbacks, of course, to appear as Anakin. And I was, I've been wondering about that this entire time with Hayden being cast, because if he's going to be in the suit the whole time, what's the point? Not right. what's the point. Like, I'm very excited for him to come back as Vader, but like, I think this is a really great opportunity. It would be a wasted opportunity if he's not a Force ghost communicating to Ahsoka. Why would they bring him back? And also, Ahsoka just deserves that closure. Because she, because the last time she saw Anakin, she was left in such a vulnerable state based off of how she, how she last <laughs> saw him, and how she believed he ended up living the remainder of his life and dying. So mm. she really deserves that closure to to know what happened to him and to know he came back to the light that he that he didn't die in agony that he died at peace. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Peace. Saying that I agree with that that they're interacting is there anything that's saying that so in the article it's it's weird because they don't really say that like there that's a part tweet. of the scoop they mm -hmm. say that it's pot like it's just weirdly worded like the trade writer wouldn't have like it, it doesn't, say, like it doesn't say crap it doesn't say anything but well, yeah, it like they're saying something without it saying it what that they're back? Yeah, may I mean sure. Yeah, that, uh, kinda, like, kinda hey, Sky Guy, they know. See you soon. I, I think yeah, it's gonna I be a ghost. Yeah. Like what the hell? I think yeah. if it's a ghost, that changes a lot to me. If there, if, if he comes back as a ghost and then he's not there in nine, which I know, you know, it doesn't exist, but it, it does. And so it's like wild to me that like he, I, I hope that it's more than just like, oh, dude, Anakin's dope. Let's bring him back for all this stuff. Like, I hope there's something going on there. And Luke's around too. Like Luke is around in this sort of Mandoverse. So like, are they going to have a conversation? It just, it really sets up a lot of, Weird possibilities, you know. So the time what I'm things. hoping for. Go ahead. Is that good, Lauren? <laughs> I was I was just gonna say there are a lot of things that have kind of been brought into question just because of the some some of the continuity that has been established in the sequels. That's just a given now. That that's just that's just the reality that we live in now as Star Wars nerds with like uh with the current state of the canon. Um and yeah. at this point I'm I wouldn't be too mad if um if you know bringing Anakin in uh, in any way kind of makes you question it more, I'm I'm still I'm still fine with it with him coming. Well, they could back also explain it. They could use it him coming back to it. explain why he's not there and yes. to show That's you know some kind of. It could. Mm -hmm. um, it could. I'm just I'm just saying that uh, you know based off of where I've ended up in my uh, in my relationship to the sequels, you I'm watch no Mando. Longer... It's wild. You know what? Yeah, you gotta watch uh, Mando if you wanna right. watch Ahsoka. They're gonna do it. So we yeah. so do, do, do we know that though? Do we know that things that I'm that... kinda thinking though is that um I I would love it if we we do get that him as a fan ghost talking to Ahsoka and we get this prior to <laughs> Ahsoka showing up in Mando. I, mm. I want to see Ahsoka's episode of Mando is called The Jedi, right? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Last time she talked to Vader, she said, I'm no Jedi. And then after that portion, she found out that that was Anakin under the suit. She's thinking this guy killed Anakin. 
um, and then find out that that is Anakin. And when she is talking with Din about uh, Rogue Girl, she's wearing her um, Silka beads again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that whatever happens, I hope she gets the closure, and I hope that brings her back to to the Jedi, maybe in a different you know, form. That's- maybe she doesn't join Luke's Jedi school because it's too painful for her, or because you know, reminds her too That's much. That's all of I. That's all I want out of Anakin's return to Ahsoka, because based off of when she has that slight mentioning of him in the Mandalorian episode, where she says, "I've seen what this kind of attachment can do to, uh, to can do to people to the best of us." Mm. That there's. Hey, how do you such, know about that? You have seen that I've scene. All, <laughs> no, I watched all the clips. Remember, I told you the day after oh. each of these episodes were were. It's like watching a TikTok version of it. Come on. <laughs> but, hey, trust me, it's not boring. Yeah. It's not boring. There's obviously such a trauma there, and there's such But if you've retained it. There. So, I've retained a lot of things. If you've retained it, I think you got it. I yeah, I feel like you're, things, like, okay? really stressing hairs. This is some political she, stuff. She's this a purist, <laughs> man. She's only seen I've watched every thing. frame of it, but just not put together <laughs> as intended. <laughs> yep. I watched it backwards. Look, you should start watching it. It's, it's, it's like the ship boring. is missing. Wait, do you have a Disney Plus account? Yes, well, through my parents, because my family all has an account, a what shared account. What the heck is wrong with you? You weird. <laughs> so start many tonight. things. Thank you start for asking. Tonight. Have we seen the Force That's that's what we no we we were, we were gonna do a watch party for Midnight Mass, and we need to yes. do a watch party for Mandalorian now. So no, it's Midnight Mass. Midnight mm-hmm. Mass. So you will watch I... Midnight Mass, but you won't watch Mandalorian with me. What the hell? That's wild. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it? Do you think it's boring? Because it's not a boring show. No, that it's show... not because of that. It's not. Just because so she's much... petty to the max. She's like, where's no. the petty level? I'm gonna stand up for Lauren right here because no. I see some mean things in the chat, and I have hung There's out with Lauren oh, outside no. of outside of council here, and. The fact that she has not watched Mando does not invalidate her Star Wars fandomness at yes. all. And no, she if anything, she's justified. she's more of a, she's more of a purist. She's more of a George Lucas fan. The, the thing is, is that the reason why the reason why I don't watch Mandalorian is just because I don't want to get my heart broken because I know where it's heading. I like a lot of what the sequels did as a fan disappointed me and upset me just as just as a personal just as a personal opinion and so knowing how upset it made me to see the story go that direction and knowing that the mandalorian is is at some point going to go in that direction and is going to eventually link up with that i would just not i would just rather not get so attached to something that i know is ultimately going to break my heart and is ultimately going to make me upset I know so I personally just not, I just not engage with, with and, something. And I celebrate, I celebrate you for for the decision. You know, if, if if you don't want to support it and you choose not to support it, don't support it. Like, I highly respect. And you honestly, know, with that thought process. And and honestly, and it's not anything against the show uh, on its own because I know the show is amazing. I know I know that it's doing great things for uh, for Star Wars and its story. Um, and I respect everybody who loves the sequels, who loves the Mandalorian, so on and so forth. Um, I just don't want to. I just don't want to get my feelings hurt again. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Wait, wait. Well, okay. I did not like the sequels, and I love the Mandalorian. You could watch the Mandalorian and See, just. See, that's the thing, though. I, I know. 
no, I know I would love the Mandalorian. I know that, but I know that eventually it's going to link up and it's going to try to explain away the sequels. And for me, that's something that I just emotionally cannot go through. Not necessarily. Yeah, Not everything, everything that's coming is all going roads to be, lead all to roads Rome lead, and lead to the secret. All roads lead and to Rome. Allow, yeah. allow me to, think, to change the mood like a fart in the room because here's the think, thing episode ahead, 10, 11, and 12 may also bring <laughs> Anakin back. And what happens? I'm not sure if I believe when Anakin... that that's going to happen. Okay, but but they, hypothetic, hypothetically happen. speaking, when that happens, how will you feel? Um, Okay, <laughs> I don't, I I don't know. I mean, I probably follow the story like I followed all the other Mandalorian stories, which is how I've been able to retain that scene because I still follow along even though I'm not watching it. Um, but I mean, I, I just really don't see that happening. I really do not see that happening. So I can't even imagine a world where I, think where it's I would end up. Does this mean you're I not going to watch Kenobi, it. though? Like, no, are you going to watch Kenobi and Ahsoka? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, because... no, I, I didn't want to... You, you, okay, it's going to link up to the, to sequel, the sequel trilogy, everything but... Everything is going to. Obi-Wan Kenobi? Right, but I don't yes. think... Everything, yeah. Kenobi actually Even these new... I, when you look at these... Yeah. Okay, but I don't these new novelizations that they have, they're, they're explaining away everything going this way so that it right. can connect it this way. Well, so, I, well, I, I didn't pay attention to the TV and movies, so... Yeah. I just don't think it's going to connect, like, as, like, the way things are going now, there, I think there will be some connective tissue, but I don't think the story of the Mandalorian <laughs> is necessarily high. going to tie into the the First Order. I just, I oh, see some of it, will. yes, yeah, but I don't think it will. What? It 100% will. It's already you, doing You think it. so? Because I, I feel Dude, like not, he's going to go off on his yeah. own adventure. No, you've got bro. the you've got the I, new republic coming from the Mandalorian, and anything after that, right? And you, it, it, yeah, but right. remember yeah. what you have in the middle of that, and you have to you have to recognize that they're going to show the birth of the first order. Hundred percent. Yes, I think yeah, that's something. So, so when when, when I, I say connect, I don't necessarily mean that there's going to be like this one person that's in this show, and then it, that's also in the uh, the sequel trilogy. I'm just saying that the timeline, everything is going to connect. There's no retcon on the right. way from what no, I agree with. Everything no is retcon. going to go back to um, the sequels. That's what I mean no. when I say that. Is that okay? Retcon, I thought you meant like, no. there's no retcon coming. No, yeah, I thought I you meant think... like baby Ray's gonna be in one of the episodes, something oh. like that. That's what but I you kind of already see that's Snoke. You see, there's... you see some of the contingency already in season right. two. Like but that base right. is there's very 100%... clearly, yeah. Right. There's 100 not going to be a retcon. That's that's just fact. Um, Thank you, because because you know YouTube doesn't believe that. Yeah, I'm glad you Wait, said what? it. Wait, what? It's so obvious it's not happening. It's so obvious. When when, <laughs> when people were saying that they were going to retcon the sequel trilogy, bro, I asked Josh. I was screaming, "You are being lied to." I was mm -hmm. like, "Where is the evidence? Where is the evidence? I don't see it. If anything, everything yeah, new that we're that. getting is telling us the opposite." I but, wish they would do that, but it's and not I still happen. think, and I still think you're happen. getting more. I still think you're getting more, and I actually, I don't think it's the craziest idea in the world that Anakin, if they're, it, let's just think about it this way: if they are going to do, just hypothetically speaking, if they are going to do episode 10, 11, and twelve, and they're bringing Hayden back and doing a crap ton with Hayden, 
why wouldn't they if they're going to try to close out and maybe try to make a a better ending than what they've already done why wouldn't they bring anakin in i mean one of the main complaints about episode nine is that there's no anakin it makes zero sense for him not to be there the, so why would the, like you know what i mean I like just have two theories on that but go ahead i'll, I'll go whenever I just feel like I just feel like continuously <laughs> trying to push forward through like 10, 11, 12, like because episode nine didn't work. I just feel like it's mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a lost cause. Let's not let's not try to um I know I know you really Chaco, think Disney's gonna just be Twitter. like, no, um, you're right. We're not gonna continue that forward. Like really, do you think they're not gonna do that? It's not that I don't think that they're going to. I mean they're a corporation. Obviously they're gonna do whatever they think is going to make them money and is and is going to Billions. bring in an audience. <laughs> So Brilliant. like I'm not saying that they're not going to. I just don't see the. I just I just don't see it as productive. I just look. Don't nobody see it as here productive. sees it as productive, <laughs> but it's going to happen. Like I'm just telling you, I think it's going to happen. Okay. And I it's think Hayden. Happen. I'm not and going I think to Hayden. Uh, <laughs> I think Hayden uh, coming Hayden back happy. could could actually well for sure he's getting a bag <laughs> but like yeah, that, that could be that could be a bold move. You know what I mean? Like what if. Because we think about it, we already think they're doing stuff to to sort of lead into it. I mean, the whole dyad retcon, all of it is to make more sense of nine and the contingency and all that sort of stuff. So if they're bringing Hayden back and they're trying to use stuff to help their movies and like their Disney IP, why wouldn't they connect Anakin to whatever happens next? They could use, you know, have him actually have that conversation with Ben. They could have him actually show up and talk to ray and stuff like that i mean there's a lot of things there's a lot of things that they could do and obviously like they could totally do them because there's going to be profit there no matter what with a big Mm -hmm. name like star wars they're going to make they're going to make bucks like there's no there's no denying that i'm i'm just in terms of you know i like to think of things creatively and narratively more than Mm -hmm. business wise because although business is a very big part of hollywood i tend to side more with creative so same, same. creatively, I just, I, I just don't, I just don't really like the idea of that happening because mm-hmm. narratively, I just don't think it's needed. I don't think it's necessary. It's something that they can do. And, you know, there's tons of entertainment out there that is great and is enjoyed by millions and is not necessarily necessary. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to say, oh, hell no, they're absolutely not going to do this. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, oh, we need this story. Right. You know? yeah, I think that's fair. Well, here's yes. what you can do. You know, you can say, this is what I did. There are six Star Wars movies, and everything after that is just DLC. It's just DLC, right? In your head, the canon ends at Return of the Jedi, and that's it. And that's the best way to look at it. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian, that's all DLC. That's all additional story. It's good. It's good yeah. DLC. Yeah, it's, it's not. Like, it's, okay, I won't yeah, take it too it's seriously. not. Yeah, the. I'm I'm not going to pass judgment on whether or not I I think that it's you know it's you know good Star Wars or, or whatever because that's that's what that's for other people to decide those who actually consume it um, you know at at the end of the day like whatever we consume in these fandoms it's all up to personal opinion and personal choice so we should all just really you know what <laughs> i didn't know this <laughs> me neither well you yeah. know what but i know what she means. how i'm being treated i know I, I, no i know well, I, I get treated now, we the same uh we share the same values lauren i mean i, I well i just want to say this to the chat like 
I understand that we're all like hardcore Star Wars fans, but because she doesn't like the sequels, doesn't want that's not doesn't make her less of a fan, dude. I have friends of mine who have all kinds of Star Wars collectibles, helmets, all who will not watch the Disney movies. They only they are OT purists to where they got Millennium Falcons, they got all the stuff from 1977 to 1983. Everything after that is just some people are like that. I mean, and I and I also want to make it like very clear that those who team. love the love the Disney movies, those who have those who base most of their Star Wars fandom on the Disney movies, they are not any less Star Wars fans than, than the rest of us. They are just yeah. as valid and and they are they are very much Star Wars fans, one hundred percent. So yeah, many of my I, friends, I find. Are, I find so, with the with sequel fans, they, uh, they they don't really allow you to have an opinion other than the sequels is amazing. And I know like Chaco and, and Sawyer, like you're not like that, but I just find online it seems like if you don't like for, like a sequel fan, if you don't like the sequels, like you're toxic, you're this and that, you're sexist, like you're that. racist. Yeah, it's like it's that. terrible. It's just as bad as the people saying that those who like the sequels aren't true Star Wars fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything is worse. That's and when the company starts saying it was bad too, go ahead. And, yeah, or even just allowing this, it to. Yeah. That's why outside of this, I don't really engage in uh, fan discussion or geek discussion because I know it's going to get heated. I know somebody is going to get upset. You know, no matter what side you're on, you're you're going. It, it's just internet. The internet is not good for geek culture. I'm just gonna say it's not. <laughs> it's not the best. I think it's great for geek culture. I, I just think, it's think amazing. people need well, to learn. This kind of stuff is good. This kind of stuff dialogue. is good for geek culture where we can have conversations and actually yeah. discuss in a sort of Socratic seminar. But I don't mm. think I don't think things like Twitter are good for those kind oh, of okay. Amen. Twitter, Twitter is Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. It can be hey, did bad. I ever tell you did I ever tell you my idea of how Disney can actually fix all this? There is a way they can fix all this. I'm gonna tell you what it is. I'm about to tell you what Disney can do that will make them a ton of money and actually satisfy the people who didn't like the sequel trilogy. Here's what they can do. Right, this let's is, see what Lauren says. I need to know. No, I, <laughs> so I noticed that most of the fans that did not like the sequel trilogy, a lot of them like the original EU post-Jedi stories like Dark Empire, um, the Thrawn trilogy. So why don't Disney do this? Take a page out of what DC and Marvel do and do this. Multiverse. Car no, not necessarily. That, that's one way. That's not what I was thinking. Carrie Fisher's gone. That's unfortunate. We can't reshoot episode seven, eight, and nine because they're not going to do that. Why don't they adapt the Thrawn and Dark Empire stories as an animated feature, have mm. an animated trilogy of those events, have Mark Hamill voice Luke, bring back all the actors that you can, some of the Clone Wars actors. They all come back. They voice, have somebody voice Leia because Carrie Fisher's gone, and release it as an animated series. They a, are. you're going to make your, and you tell the fans, look, you don't like the sequels? Cool. They're canon, but if you want to have like a second canon in your own head, here you go. And then but you those have already exist, so they're not. I think really, they already are. No, I, I think I think they're doing it with uh, Mando. Mando, yeah, they're gonna. I think that you're on to something there, Danny, because like yeah. it's like a, it's more like instead of taking one dish away, it's like here's a dish. If you don't like that one, here's a dish too. It's like oh, yeah. you don't like what Get Off My Lawn Luke Skywalker did thirty years down the line. Well, fifteen years before that, he was slaying Thrawn and and you know messing with Mara Jade or whatever, some version of what happened yeah, but, there. Okay, but like like she like Lawrence said that's still canon but if you tell the people okay 
yes, that's still canon, whatever. But if we have an animated series, like well, and like you know, like the visions, like really good mm-hmm. animation, you can then tell the fans, okay, look, you like the old EU, here you go, here's the old EU, here's what you wanted, this is your alternate canon. But There's I feel your like other seven, eight, that nine. Exists. But I feel so like I don't, I don't it already, yeah, it already yeah, exists in like book form. So you can still, well, you can I know. Yeah, but let's and they're re-releasing all of them. In an animated form in theaters, just, you know, oh, you just hearing the, the lightsabers, hearing the yeah. music, you, I like, you. you know, it, it, it hits you. different. You're talking about for the visuals. I got I think they have a really, I think they have a good opportunity to do that with the Old Republic stuff and the stuff in the past that's the EU. It kind of seems like that's where they're moving forward with stuff. That won't necessarily fix the you know people who hate the sequel problem but i do think they have a really great opportunity to now that they've finished the skywalker saga to go back and work on that i know chaco's convinced that kotor is not going to be canon but that's what i'm I rooting for i think it's gonna be canon. <laughs> yeah josh and i are on that train because i think and i'm expecting the that so Why i think it's going to be canon too i think that they're going to connect that to the high republic i, I think mm. that that's the bridge yep. that they're making yeah, that's the reason sure. why they have to remake it instead of. Remastering. I think there's some evidence to Personal. suggest that too, just from like some of the things that they've tweeted. Like they weren't super clear about it. Like what's his face, Matt Martin was asked about it, and he was like super extra vague about it. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, I would I would like it to be to be brought to an end, and also if they do a dyad too, though. Reference. Um, huh? <laughs> if they do a dyad in it, though, would you still? Be happy that it's it's a show with the Didn't we have this conversation? By the way, by the way, theory. If it was that far Josh, back, yeah. Check your Twitter. I, I posted that picture of the double lightsaber from the oh, I don't oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's, <laughs> he's forcing you to go to Twitter now. I'm not Yo, going to throw my IG, man. All right, look. Just I was so real ready. I was real ready to say it's not a. Uh, okay, lightsaber. I'll send it to you on That's, IG. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you my number. Yeah. That's a lightsaber for sure. I would like that, but check your IG. All right. Be wild. Yeah. Okay. All right, Danny. Okay, that's like that's a lightsaber, dude. That's, yeah, that's a, lightsaber. a lightsaber for sure, dude. George because, Lucas look, is gonna Toei, be pissed. Toei was very inspired by Star Wars, oh, yeah. so they did their own. That's a yeah, lightsaber. Look total, at it. Little side note: I w- I've been uh, finally getting into that Ronin novel. It is so good. It is incredible. I love what they're doing with the lore in that book. It's awesome. Wait, which novel? It's uh, yeah, it's based off of the the first episode of Visions with that that oh, uh, Sith okay. Hunter, bro. It is cool though. Like they're doing some stuff with like, there's a lot of like sort of fiefdom stuff in there, but there's also stuff with like this um witch that's bringing Sith back to life. I mean, it's kind of a slight spoiler for it, but it's like it it gets really wild. Talking about Ronan. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's good. Like yeah. the, the traveler is, is like down. Dude, the travelers are great. Characters. Oh, yeah. so cool. Such man. a good character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and also, sure. one last thing about the animation idea I had, because some people are in the chat are saying, well, it's already legends. Yes, you have to understand hardcore Star Wars fans will read the books. Casual ones, they're not going to. But if you have a theater, if you have a TV show, Disney Plus, it's a lot easier to digest content if it's video slash movie than it is a book. I wish people read more nowadays, but they really don't. Yeah. That's why I was saying go ahead and just adapt it, and everybody's happy. So, yeah. well, audiobooks, you know, subscribe to Audible, dude. Audiobooks are lit, 
20th anniversary edition of uh, Air to the Empire. Air to the Empire. Yeah, bro. That Mark Thompson gas. is. Oh, it's because I the. the um, no, at least the one I listened to wasn't. But I, I also listened to the original audiobook version of it, and it was mm. it just wasn't the same. There was mm. no music. The guy kept saying Coruscant. And like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 that bothered That's me. That's a good one. Yeah. Coruscant. Make it so. From now me. on, it's Coruscant. <laughs> everyone Melbourne, else really. has been pronouncing it wrong. All the characters in the movies. Yeah, Qui Gon. Hey, um, what was the original name? Uh, Abaddon. Was the original name that Coruscant was going to be? Have, you yeah, said ha, uh, <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, what was it? It was like yeah, Abaddon. Yeah. Hab Abaddon or something. Um, he, he had a whole thing named for it, and then when uh, what's his name, Steve Perry wrote um, his book, he named it before the song. He was like, "Oh, I guess we'll just go with that. That's cool." Notron. No, it was Notron like Cat, is what it, it was, was called before, like way, way in the past, before the humans and the Mandalorians evolved. Uh, I'm not a lore master. I can't answer these <laughs> questions. I, think, I just I think, have uh, I just have Google. Obi Wan's planet of Stu John is. Stupid out George. <laughs> just like makes up random crap on the spot and just like, sure. What? Yeah. John yeah. Stewart asked him. He's like, yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> if John Stewart asks you to do something, you do it. That's that's the law. That's why it's new, John. All right. If, 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 you, if you asked him, if you asked him, he'd be like, uh, it's uh, Theratopia or something. So if he asked you, Theratopia. Sounds like a. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What if John Stewart was like, "You better watch Mandalorian." You gotta watch Mandalorian. I'm gonna get Lauren to watch I'll Mandalorian. I'll move Just watch. to Europe so that I can avoid the law. <laughs> what if he tells you to write a thesis on ten good things about Episode Nine? Yeah. I haven't watched Episode Nine, so what? But you Wait, all the what? Parts of it. Are you? I stopped after Wait. Episode Eight. Okay, that, that makes sense. Are you able to it. um <laughs> to watch Snoop Dogg? Play Hell yeah! Who isn't? Come on now. <laughs> what? Come on. Oh, that one picture. <laughs> no, he's th th he he. No, that laps. video. There's a there's that a song. There's a video. Crazy. Yeah. E40. Oh, I didn't man. know there was a video. I didn't know. Oh, it's good. Ice Cube. Also, Turnin', dude. Yeah. <laughs> a year ago, I actually rapped. I made a, wrong, a mall rap to that same song, and uh, it's it's what? terrible. What? But, but Matt, how did Matt Martin same song? Uh, because it's it's the guy, the producer, Kato. He just he puts beats and then he'll put them on TikTok and ask people to okay. do them and stuff like that. So I, I did one, and then Matt Martin actually liked it today. <laughs> what really? But, but I made it last. Oh, I made it in January. Hmm. Oh, it's so nice of you to offer us a free concert right now, Chaco. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, you didn't tell us you're going to be doing this right now. Yeah, Shoot. yeah. I, I don't. I don't even remember the lyrics at all. <laughs> I'll, I'll send a link in the chat if you guys, <laughs> guys want to laugh. I'm, I'm, I'm putting live, the, the link to the song right now in the, in the private chat. There you go, Lauren. <laughs> oh, for the Snoop song? Yeah, that shit was dope. Oh. That shit was dope. Yep. Okay, I'll save it. <laughs> Did you guys watch Dune? Any of you? Heck yeah. I saw it last night. Yeah, I had a chance. Yeah, do it. Not, it's yeah, so good. Not 
<laughs> I kind of want to wait for the second then. one to come out. Well, they don't actually have a plan for the second Who one, are you? so I would not wait for the second one. They no, do I not have a production team. They it could be not, a while. The I think, screenplay I think... guy left, so... Really? What? I didn't yeah. Because I thought that there was a whole thing that this first Dune is just like exposition and setup. And yeah, that's it is. But they do not have yeah. the full crew they need to make a second one. There's no... Like, yeah, Sawyer, you, you I read see, about how much money, see how much money it made in the first weekend? Oh, no, no, no. There's going to be a second one. Oh, I know. They don't have... Like, it's going to take... It, it'll be a minute before oh, the next one. I'm fine if it takes a while. I'm fine if it takes a while. I just want to get to the plot. We'll watch the exposition when we get to the plot. It's good. You should watch it. I don't know. This movie is like... It covers like the first half of the book. And it leaves off on a very... It's like when it starts. Satisfying I thought it was fantastic. Spot. I yeah. thought it was so cool. If you like amazing. just good science fiction and just cinematography, it's it's very oh, yeah, atmospheric. I've definitely heard about it's the yeah, it reminded me very much of like eighties sci-fi film. Like Blade Runner is my favorite film of mm -hmm. all time. Mm -hmm. Really? Yes. I mean, um, that's that's an interesting fun. choice. Wait, me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you like, um, yeah. oh, and before anybody asks, the final cut, like, this yes, is the, one, the final, final cut. cut. Um, yeah, that's yeah. my favorite movie of all time, and it gave me very much like Blade Runner, like, that so type is vibe. Decker, have you ever is seen he a Ghost robot in the or Shell? Not? Is Decker no. a robot? Ghost in the Shell. Is he a replicant so or not? <laughs> You should so you should good. see Ghost in the Shell. It's your favorite like movie? That. You don't have an opinion on whether he's a replicant or not? It's, I mean, after 2049, it's kind of hard to stay. Like, he's a replicant, for sure. I think so, but I don't know. Yeah, I think so. You should watch Ghost in the Shell. If you Ghost like in the Shell is dope, dude. Yeah. It's like the anime version of Blade no, Runner. What did you think of the ScarJo? I've never asked you this, Danny. What do you think of the ScarJo one? Never saw it. I am what? very... When look, see it. I am oh a God. very proponent of, of not watching any live-action anime adaptations because 99% of them are Except out. Evolution, of course, because that's... Oh, of course. <laughs> Best movie ever, bro. Totally blow Star Wars away. That's the first time. That's the first time I ever got my money back. I was like, I can't. What? For real? I can't. I knew yeah. what it was when they put Goku in high school. I just knew with where they Yo, were going. Yo, but we wouldn't have Battle of the Gods and all the the resurgence without evolution. It's weird. It's Zen. You I know was what I mean? gonna yeah. make a video about that. You're right. That that yeah. is what hey. relit Toriyama's ass, bro. Mm -hmm. Rurouni Kenshin live action. It's great. Is it good? Wait, was yeah. it that, that? Sorry. I, I I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Hmm. Yeah, I don't Danny, know if I've seen like a really good Dragon Ball movie. Uh, reinvigorated Toriyama's. Oh, dude, yeah. Evolution yeah, was really? so bad. That, Long yeah. story short, here's what happened. So when they made Evolution, Toriyama they interviewed him and he's like, "Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure you know it's my story, but it's okay. They're gonna change it." They interviewed him a couple years later and he was. He was not happy, bro. And he rarely says anything negative because the Japanese like to make everything seem nice. He basically said that he felt insulted that they didn't they did not communicate with him. They didn't consult with him at all. Sounds familiar, right? Sounds familiar, Star Wars fans. They didn't yeah. consult with the original creator, didn't get any of his ideas, didn't talk to him, didn't adapt the story correctly. He felt it was insulting. So when Fox and Toei went back to do Battle of Gods, the original scriptwriter was Yusuke Watanabe. Toriyama was not involved. Toriyama comes back and says, no, I want to be involved in this. He comes and he changed the script around and makes it into a battle of God was now. So if it wasn't for evolution, kind of making him think, okay, I can't let them get away with this without me being involved. That's Because he was kind of checked out at that point. Like he was he just was. cash and checked, man. He was checked yeah. out. They were going to do battle of God without him, completely mm -hmm. without him. 
and then he decided to uh, put his foot because he in Japan it's different than how it is here because the creator has final say on everything. When Lucas sold Star Wars, it's not his anymore. Well, he he has say over it without even legal say over it, right? Because it's just like a respect thing where they wouldn't he, because he, of the culture. Yeah, the way it works is he Bird Studios has control over all the characters. Mm. They can make their own video games and movies and all that without him, but he can pull rank and say, "No, I want to be involved." And like you said, out of respect and out of preventing any problems, to say, "Okay." It's a big deal for the Japanese audiences. It's a big deal for them. They That's why they put his name on about, everything. They right. put his name on everything now. Toriyama, yeah. Toriyama, 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 Toriyama. It's like if, if Disney made a new Star Wars, said Lucas, 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 Lucas. Like they want you to know he's involved again. They do. They, 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 they learn a little more now. So that's that's the short story of, of what happened. Hmm. Only because you asked. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, that's pretty cool. It's interesting. Actually, lit a fire under his ass for him to come back because he like yeah. did check out. I was like, "What? You're not getting any more Dragon Ball?" And then no, he, he checked sudden, out for years. Yeah. For years, he, he was checked yeah, out on GT, bro. He was. I mean, he did what some designs, Danny, but he wasn't he, really. He, he designed it and was involved in the early creative process, but then he checked out because he was burnt out. It wasn't because he had a problem with it. It was just. He had been writing consistent stories since from 1979 to 1995, and yeah. he was just done. Yeah. Like he, his mind was burnt, and yeah. so he gave up on it until until 2000, really 2008. Wrote a short story, Yo Son Goku, and then 2013 for Battle of God. So yeah, sweet. that's sweet. It happens, man. You know, people mm -hmm. get burnt out. For sure. When you're writing a new story every week, remember, he was writing weekly stories. That Sometimes late in the week, right? He would just like do it like at the because he's a procrastinator, right? So he would just like chill and then is. be like, oh, fuck. And then, yeah, like, he would literally me, not work on the next chapter until three days for publication, bro. That's, yeah, that's, that's wild. Who bro. He is, bro. Yeah, that's that burnout's pretty common in, in mm -hmm. anime, mm -hmm. like, it, it, a long it, running it, series. Yeah, no, he's a fairy tale like, guy, Danny. Because somebody was somebody was making a point in one of my chats, uh, like last week or something, that the 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 guy who makes fairy tale, like he's like the exact opposite of that. In that yeah, he, he, he said he he'll never, up. he said he'll never stop making fairy tale. Right? He's like, I'll literally never stop doing this. Yeah, but you, but dude, people change, and in time, you might eventually just say, okay, I need a break. You know? mm -hmm. Right. But that yeah. is true about that guy, right? That's what he. That's that's what. He, that's is. what he said, and there is a lot of fairy tale. <laughs> hmm. Right. Interesting. I wonder if that like inspired George. Did you know that his stocks are now worth over ten billion? Some people are like, oh, he bought it for four billion. It's like, nah, there. His stocks alone are worth over ten billion now. Yeah, he got he got like high quality shares or something like that. Yeah, forty five percent in shares, I think. Preferred. And I talked about this too because when there was that rumor about him coming back and doing episode nine and all that, you know, that BS, I knew that was BS because A, he's super wealthy. And B, if you know anything about George Lucas, if you actually, I did a report on him when I was in uh, in middle school. I know a lot about this man. He's very against the Hollywood system. Hollywood oh, yeah. has never treated him right, bro. No. Even up until Red Wings, when he was producing Red Wings, they wouldn't even fund it. He had to fund it with his own money. Yeah. So the idea of George Lucas coming back and working under Disney, yeah. never, bro. It's never going to happen because he he's like, I respect the man because he's a legitimate entrepreneur. He did everything on his own. I mean, he had help, but, you know, he never 
really works with the studio system. I mean, how many studios rejected Star Wars before you finally got the 20th Century Fox? It was like yeah. four of them, right? And you know yeah. what? It, it, yeah. yeah, people lost their jobs for for vouching for George Lucas for Star Wars. Yeah. Even when they were making it, they wanted to he, pull the plug. They with were like, Fox oh. to, to fund the first one, he didn't pay himself $500,000, but he retained rights to be able to sell merchandise and sell toys mm -hmm. and all this and that, which is what funded episode five move. and six. And if Big he didn't do move. that and gave Fox the rights and gave himself the 500 grand director fee or whatever, things wouldn't be the same. He wouldn't be sent, and probably we wouldn't have Ewoks because he knew that Ewoks are going to be a big sell and those are going to help fund the prequels. So it's like people give Ewoks a hard time, but if he didn't have those merch ideas and those different like toys and, and all, no, yeah, he was smart at so many levels. No, we would have a splinter of the mind's eye movie. Right, and for I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, because he was like, he was like, no, 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 no. That's what he was gonna do. That was his low budget, like follow up to Star Wars. You yeah. know, it's funny you mentioned Spoiler in Mind's Eye because whenever anybody gets a chance, go back and watch A New Hope, and try to watch it different this time. Watch it with no context of the prequels or or even five and six. Just watch Star Wars, the original Star Wars, preferably the original cut. It's very different if you look at it objectively for what it is. It's a different movie again try to in your brain erase empire and jedi and then the prequels and it is a different movie because anakin in you know obviously the original explanation was that vader betrayed and murdered anakin so when you watch the movie like that like luke shooting vader he's shooting the guy who well, it, was, it was actually han who shot him shooting the guy who killed there's a different connection there it's very interesting when you watch the film ignoring everything else it does feel different like it feels yeah. like it's own it, it, it's a self-contained story like it really it, it could have ended right there yeah of course sure. it didn't mm -hmm. thankfully but it's interesting we watch like that leia not you know being you know not being his sister when they kiss right. you know that's very interesting it's like a different you would almost think like luke was gonna get with leia you would almost think that you know yeah so i feel like everyone didn't. thought that <laughs> yeah i think a yeah. lot of people thought that for sure i have yet to see a uh cosplay at a con of Luke and Leia making out. <laughs> hey, I'll I don't tell want you what, it. though. I don't want you, it. We don't need that Lannister business. We don't need that as a fandom. I was talking no. to my friend about it the other night, no. and I was just like, because she dresses up as Leia, and I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I've never seen a weird. Bro, yeah, next no. time you watch Return of the Jedi, not pay, attention to Mark, pay attention to Mark Hamill's acting. When Obi-Wan tells him that Leia is your sister, he has this look on his face where he's looking down, and I'm thinking to myself, you were fantasizing about your <laughs> sister. That's what he was doing, that guilt, like, what have oh, I been doing this whole time? Again, <laughs> bro. Mark Hamill's a genius, I'm telling uh, you. Bro. Oh, God. I'm telling you what's happening. I still think the best reaction in all the Star Wars is Yoda after Lucas like, is it true that he's my father? And Yoda's like, oh, shit. He just like rolls <laughs> over, doesn't he? He just like rolls <laughs> over. We'll talk about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm about to die. I'm going to die now. <laughs> Deuces. Uh, I thought the best reaction was snow, bro. I'm going to explain this to you. No, I, I said Yoda was like, it would be so much easier for me to die than to explain this to you. Literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, y'all want to know something real wild? So this broke like an hour and a half ago. There are reports that Andy Serkis is going to be in Andor. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I don't think it was real, though. Now, some Mark's people are saying... Andy Serkis could be in everything. For sure. Andy no, Serkis is most likely going to be in... 
fireman no wait home am i allowed to say that i don't know wait by any sort do you know movie? inside information what? no it's because no it's because of the post credit scene of venom but he doesn't Tom voice Hardy? him. He doesn't voice Venom though. Tom Hardy does. I thought he. I thought he voices Venom. No, no Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Hardy is oh, he, yeah. directed, mm -hmm. he directed the Venom movie. He directed. Yeah, he directed Venom. the second one. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never yeah, mind yeah. then. Never mind. Yeah. My bad. No, yeah, I'm but I mean, so people are saying he's probably just going to be a human prisoner, but of course, could be Snoke. Mm -hmm. But Snoke didn't exist at that point. There were a mean? bunch of snokes. There was a lot of a lot of snoke. Well, there's a, there's a bunch of pickle jars. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the question. Was there actually a man named Snoke that yeah, Palpatine yeah. got the teeth from? For sure. That's well, that's they, in yeah, the, we assume that. Well, no, it's in that new book that Theory keeps making everybody mad about when he talks about. It. It's like <laughs> what he's talking about. Um, really? Just like to jump yeah. I don't read the book because anymore, bro. So I don't know what. So right, the higher public term just here. It's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Okay, it's so all good. in the book, they they reveal he's actually with a man or something like that. Well, no, they just revealed that like he's a real person that has force propensity, and he says something to the effect of like his ability in the dark side will make him a useful puppet. So basically, saying that like he is a person. I think they're trying to clone him to possibly create a vessel or something. But that's not fully explained. We don't fully understand what that is. But so. the one that Kylo killed, that was a clone. That wasn't the original one that you're referring to. So it's kind of hard to say, right? Like, uh... it could be force. It could be, like, the essence transferred into a cloned, like, body. We don't really know. Like, they can no, no, do a he, lot of he weird He explains stuff. it in that book. I just haven't covered it yet. So he says, essentially, that Snoke couldn't use the force, but he was able to use him as a puppet. What? Yeah, so Snoke. that tells me that 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 tells me they're going to take his body and probably take cells from it along with Grogu cells and then somehow create this other story. Well, the way, the up, way I understood it was like there's like a good was... dyad between they didn't say that but like essentially there's a dyad between Palpatine and Snoke and then they can like so he's like, like giving him like, power like Galactus. There's always a dyad. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah but everyone's a dyad. There's always now. a dyad. Yeah. But Snoke can actually use the now, force really. Like so what's up with the druid version of him then when he's like on that planet growing all the trees or whatever? He's got like a tree hat on. What? Yeah, dude. I don't it's in know. The comics. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, but is that like up as they go along? <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, is that maybe what we're gonna see in Andor? You know what I mean? Don't tell Lauren. Yeah, Lauren's not gonna watch him anyways. No, we're gonna. Yeah, no, I'm no. gonna. I I I did have plans to watch Andor. Oh. Same okay. as Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, there's okay. Cool. And I watched The Bad Batch. I feel like you got. I feel like this just proves you guys only listen to half of what I say. <laughs> what about Book of Boba? I listen. And I, I we're men. Thank yes. you, thank you, Chaco. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll do better. <laughs> <laughs> What do you expect? Yeah, but but yeah, I'd love to see Andy Circus play uh, play a droid or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's saying he's gonna he's definitely gonna be a human though. But I mean, a droid he could do anything, like you said. He's, right. he's incredible, yeah. bro. Most he's he's God. dude. He's so good. I was just recently watching stuff. Uh, Age of Ultron. He is good in Age of Ultron as Claw. Like that's you. Be. You've seen. Planet of the Apes, right? The uh, oh yeah, the absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, absolutely career yeah. performance. Yeah, and honestly, 
honestly, I enjoyed him in Last Jedi. Like what he his scenes were all amazing. I oh, wanted more of that. Dude, a hundred percent. That's what's wild is like he's so he's good great. in that because you don't know anything about him in the first one. He's like really just ominous. He's, he's, a, just, he's terrifying too with the, the height, like you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, the, yeah. no, that image was really, really cool, but we literally know like nothing about him. And then, like in Jedi, dude, when he blasts Kylo Ren by just hitting it off the floor, I was like, "Yo!" I was like, "This dude, like, this is." Crazy. When he when he took the lightsaber with his finger and went like this and flipped it. Back oh yeah, right? bro! No. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And then he just gets. And yeah. remember, he dies. He dies like a Saturday morning villain too. Like they, mm-hmm. he's such a Saturday mm-hmm. morning cartoon. He's not gonna betray me. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. he's not on your side. I can see him turning. Oof. Like like a literally yeah. like a Scooby Doo villain, he ends up getting killed, bro. Yeah, wow. yeah it's, it's a shame. I wonder what JJ was gonna do with him if he didn't kill him. Yeah, that's a great question. I wonder if we'll ever know. Uh, he probably doesn't even know, bro. You know what? I got some I got some crap the other day because I said that I like Force Awakens, and I'll be honest, I, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of still like Force, Force Awakens. Awakens I, don't like right. I like Force Awakens. I do like Force Awakens. Yeah. I I actually really like that movie, and it set things up well. It's just the payoff kind of yeah, made it worse than exactly. it actually was. But when I saw that movie, I saw it three times in theaters. I love it. I mean, I still like it. I, I, think oh, it's I, a yeah. movie. I saw that thing like five times in theaters. Uh-huh. I, had a I just liked experience. it, and then, I, and then it grew on me, and I'm like, okay. It's just hard for me to really get into it nowadays, kind of knowing where it goes. I feel like – Bingo. Thank you. That's yes. just stuff, but it's That's a awesome. it's a great movie, and it it has a lot of wonder and awe, and they did a lot of stuff right. Like, dude, the whole thing with the Falcon and Ray and Finn, dude, that sequence is amazing. I remember seeing right. that in theaters and just being like, oh. And the whole cool. opening sequence, the whole opening sequence of Kylo Ren and uh, what's his name from The Exorcist? Yeah, where he just Mecca. Yeah, dude, we just catch that, that blaster bolt like, whew. Like, yeah. dude, what is that? that I don't remember that. <laughs> I walked out of that movie theater floating. I was yeah. floating. And then yeah, yeah, after yeah. Last Jedi, after Last Jedi, I walked out of the movie theater pissed. And I remember thinking to myself, the first thing I thought of was how all the critics had said it was this amazing mm-hmm. old film. Shit. And I'm like, well, and they I also gave me. Ryan a whole trilogy, right? Like right before the movie comes out, they're like, oh, by yeah, the way, this dude's yeah. doing a whole trilogy. And how can you not think that's an incredible sign? You're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. All for sure. the bro, all of the, I mean, I'm it is my favorite Star Wars movie, but. The Last Talk Jedi is your favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Speak on it, Chaco. Tell us why. Some people have really? said that, though. Yeah, it's, it's 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 for so for me. Why? I, I mean, to, to be honest, between Last Jedi and Empire, it does kind of go back and forth. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that and uh, and Return of the Jedi are my top three. Okay, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I mean, I think if they had done Luke differently, I think. Last Jedi would be perceived better. I think the problem, for me at least, was Luke. Luke was the major major problem for that film. Everything else, like even the connection with Ray and Kylo, that was creative. There was the Casino Planet was boring and all that stuff, in my opinion. But to me, what they did with Luke, because that's my favorite character, and maybe I'm being a fanboy, but I've looked at the film objectively and tried to disconnect that. There are problems with it, but uh, I think that is what I think hurt a lot of people because Luke is a 40 year old character at that point. You have generations of people who grew up with this guy. So what they did with him, was it ballsy? Maybe, but I think it was a mischaracterization of what people wanted. And I feel like with a with a mainstream series like Star Wars, you kind of have to look at the fans, not just create your own, but also see what they want and kind of try to merge that together. 
It ain't like you're making an indie film, you know? Right, for sure. Or making the first batch of them, you know what I mean? Like, it's established stuff, so. Yeah. I just yeah. remember when I, I hated it when I first saw it, and I thought I was the only one. I thought I was going to be the only person who disliked the movie, and then this huge, like, I remember your stream with Dash, bro, where I, like, and I don't, I didn't even necessarily agree with everything you guys said, but I remember it was literally one of the first times where I, uh, I heard people just really, really dislike it. And at the time, like, I was pretty conflicted about it. But, like, I ended up going the other way. Like, I kind of, like, bounced back and forth and then ended up liking it for a while and then kind of coming around to the flaws later on. Oh, brother, but I remember, dude. I remember that stream. That was epic, dude. You guys were going in. That stream was Bro. so hard. Dash was like, I'm done with Star Wars. Like, he was no, like, no, dude, no, no, here's what happened. Here's the behind the scenes on that. I came home from Last Jedi that night and I called Dash on Facebook and we talked and, and I'm like, did you really like this? And so I'm talking to him more and more and he's telling me what he liked and I'm kind of deflecting his point. I'm saying, yeah, but what about this? What about this? And then by the end of the conversation, he was like, oh my God, you're mm. right. This movie's terrible. And then he realized when he made his positive review, he's like, mm. he, he told me, he admitted all this. He's like, I was lying to myself. I a lot of people did, though. Movie. A lot of people did. A lot of people did that. And I, look, I'm not putting myself over, but before The Phantom Menace, I was one of the first ones on this platform to trash that movie. Not because I hate Ryan Johnson or anything political. Nothing to do with the politics. Because I felt like what they did with Luke and with the characters and a lot of other things I thought were very unfulfilled. There were problems. But I remember that night because Dash, we talked for like four hours. And he's in Australia. Right. And I was just like, and I tried, I, I watched that movie like six times trying to like it. And there are things I like about it. There are things I do like about it. Don't get me wrong, but it just, it, it hurt. It actually hurt. It was like the Scarface shooting Manolo, man. They hurt me to have to say that. And I was just like sitting there and I was like, what the hell just happened? And they were like cleaning up the popcorn and stuff. And, mm -hmm. and I'm just trying to understand what the hell went wrong. And I was like, mm -hmm. how did this, or how the hell, how am I even going to make sense of this? So then I went home. I didn't even know. I, just, how, it, I didn't know how they could have come back for a ninth one. If it, it felt so like, you know, done. neither did they, That's yeah. the thing. neither did they, they were like, what, how do we, yeah. 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 I mean, I don't want to trash the movie here. Cause you know, it's not what we're here to talk about, but it's just, I have, very you're not trashing it if you have opinions, man. No, you're yeah, you're, you're like you're being totally you're not, fair and stuff on it. I mean, overall, the sequels are my least favorite trilogy. I just really love episode eight. Um, seven is is middle of the road to me. Nine is the my least favorite Star Wars anything. Yeah, that's got to be um, an interesting vibe then, because you're kind of like well, some of, some of my closest friends love that film, and I'm not going to stop being friends with you if you like a movie that I dislike. Mm -hmm. That's something the internet has to learn here. We can still be cool even if you like the film. And I have friends of mine who say it's the best Star Wars film, objectively. And I understand why. Probably the best looking some... one. Yeah, my buddy says that right yeah. here. Where is he? Yeah, I mean, there, there <laughs> are some objective right there. I mean, there are objective things about it. Like, it does look great. It's and the, the acting is phenomenal. I mean, you can't mm -hmm. deny that. If you deny that, you're, you're a hater. But I don't know, man. I think... Johnson should have thought a little bit more before delivering. He should have thought a bit more about what the fans wanted. Not to say you have to always listen to them, but when you're dealing, remember, even Mark Hamill complained. It's like, dude, okay, we get it. You're the director, the writer, but this is Luke Skywalker for 40 years. You should listen to what he has to say. And yeah. he disagree with him. 
I don't know. I, I feel like I don't know. I, I agree. I don't. I don't think you have to listen to the fans. I think that usually can lead you into like uh, a rough storytelling I agree. spot. Where, but you just have to Lucas listen. Lucas wouldn't listen to the fans. <laughs> no, no, but no, I mean no, like no, not at fully, all. but like at all. Listen. <laughs> what I mean is like keep the integrity of the characters. If you're going to exactly. deconstruct. If you're going to deconstruct Luke Skywalker, which is what that film did, it's a deconstruction of Luke Skywalker's character. You have to make sure that this deconstruction is actually actually coincides with the Luke Skywalker that we knew to where it makes sense. And there are aspects of it that does make sense, but it's hard for us to believe that Luke Skywalker would not only the whole thing about killing his nephew. Okay, it was a moment momentary lapse of judgment. We all have that in real life. My problem was the fact that he ran away knowing that Snoke was out there with Kylo Ren. You are endangering the galaxy and your sister? Right. That's just not Luke. Him almost killing Kylo, okay, we make mistakes. It's dumb, but whatever. Him running away, that's where I was like, dude, Dang, at least they... try to redeem the guy like you did your father. I think something, the, I mean, something the they reason... could do. I think not. I don't think anything for me would fix it, but make a little more sense as to why Luke ran away because that's the most like un-Luke thing you could do. Agreed. Is, is if he was dodging the galaxy for so many years because they were trying to get his blood to clone him and they were super close and he knew this. And he's like, if they get a, like a sample of my skin or my hair or my blood, then that's it. The galaxy is over. They're going to make the what most What about evil. his hand? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What about Anakin and Ahsoka? That's yeah, side by off. There goes that theory. <laughs> yep. I'm just no, saying. No, I mean, never... I mean, that's that's like what you're saying. That was literally what Ryan Johnson said, um, because he said, you know, I was given this movie off of what JJ what JJ said, which was that Luke was in hiding and he'd been gone from the galaxy for a long time. He had a yeah. school and one of those kids mm-hmm. ruined it. Right. That's that's all JJ stuff. Yep. And yeah. So Ryan Johnson said. Um, Luke Skywalker wouldn't just run out of cowardice or fear, so I had to figure out why he's here. And the reason I came up with is he is—he's seen what the Jedi organization has done in the past, and he saw right. how he saw their their failures. He tried to create a new one, and it ran into the same failure. And at that point in time, he wasn't running out of fear. This was actually him taking on a role and saying the light needs to rise from another source, from a more worthy source. Mm. Um, I think the, the Jedi are the problem or are part of the problem of this. That we're just considering this cycle. Right, it's like and a so zone thing. He took it's himself like, out the, here. You can't the push issue, it with retraction. The issue, though, that I have with that is, is the fact that it does kind of negate the sort of finale that george had originally set up in return of the jedi because whether or not because whether or not you consider return of the jedi a finale like like it does it doesn't matter if you consider it a finale or not it's set up to make luke's you know starting of this new jedi way um in terms of not going so strictly with the no attachment sort of thing and not strictly with the um with the laws of the original order as a sort of triumphant new beginning and so it and so it's really hard for me to then to then kind of marry that with um with you know where the story ended up going that's that's just very difficult for me and 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 that's that's okay for for me it makes sense if 
he saw and researched what they had done, where they had gone wrong, and he tried something new. I'm not going to go down their path. I'm not going to make their mistake. And it still happens. But it didn't. That's the thing. The only person that that sort of went that route and for no apparent reason, they can't even they've tried to sort of explain it away in the comics. But Kylo Ren's turn or his journey is is on, there's there's no there's no reason there's no real reason behind why he why he would turn to the dark as he did it's and and that's why i thought it would have been a great story if he were um sort of over he was taking on that sort of jason solo role and ray was the skywalker because now you've got the cousins battling yeah. each other you know mm -hmm. what i mean like that just to me that just made it just family made drama. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It made more sense. So I mean, you're him, talking to someone who Jaina is my favorite. I know, I know, brother. I, I, know, <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like, from that, just from my perspective, I did not, I couldn't swallow that pause because mm -hmm. it just didn't, it just didn't do enough for me. Because the only person that that sort of went left was Kylo. They bring up his other Padawans in the in these comics lightly, you know, not mm -hmm. not. And isn't they're, and they're implied, all on the path. Isn't it sort of implied in nine that like that Palpatine was doing that to yeah. try to eliminate uh, Skywalker, that the whole idea was to try to use Ben to get Luke to quit? Like, I mean, I know that's convenient retconning, but like, isn't that sort of the idea? Very convenient. But even through, through the comics, they explain that. it that it's not even Kylo's not the cause of that destruction and not even Snoke is the it's not even the cause I know. of that yeah. destruction. I didn't like it that. Was, it was Palpatine himself. Yeah, that, right. I didn't make that. But the whole I was every voice inside your head and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like it was sort of implied that he was the whole. Because in the novelization, I think, to The Last Jedi, Luke was not even going to do an academy at all. He, he had no plans to do it. And he starts it because of Ben, right? Because Ben is lost. Leia seeks Luke's help to help her lost son. But he's lost from birth because he's being manipulated by Palpatine inside the womb. You know what I mean? So like, but he's, he's changed. They've changed that now. Have right? they? With Mandalorian ben? season two, Luke is going around the galaxy trying to find Jedi. Right. But we but, don't see him but, establishing but an ben, order. He's not gonna... Ben's already alive. Well, what's he doing? Yeah, Ben's already mm -hmm. around by then. That's true. That's Ben's true. what? But they don't do that. I think four, until four. He's, yeah, but it's not until I think he's seven that they send him to go train. Leia sends him to go train. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, bro. Three years. Don't even try. They just keep changing. What? That what are we doing here? Then? Well, no, no, no. I know. I'm just saying that. that you notice how, how the, more you, the more you think about it, the more it's like, well, wait a minute, but wait a minute. But, mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, well, it's because they didn't have a plan because they were just changing stuff, and like one writer comes in, the other next one. The the thing with, that was most confusing <clears throat> or strange to me was like the well, not the most, but how Palpatine destroyed the Jedi Order, Jedi Temple, by shooting Force lightning across Snoke the galaxy. If yeah. he's that strong and blows up the temple, <laughs> what? Like, yeah, it's no, wild. Dude, you have the Hammer of Dawn literally like anywhere you want in the galaxy bro. at any time. At like, it's well, pretty what? wild. What, dude? No, just, like, dude, just, he could have killed everybody. Jedi temple. Exactly. Why everybody. didn't he just strike Luke? Yeah, he yeah, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke and Leia and Ray and, and everybody and everybody, man. You're just like that's it, done. I, I can't believe somebody in that room wasn't like, no, you can't write this. Come up with something better. I just I don't I don't you, think those I don't think they're Star Wars fans, to be honest. You know what, bro? I'm, so. I'm just gonna say this, and this is an unquestionable truth. Uh -oh. I cannot remember 
in the history of cinema, legit, ever a movie splitting a fan base like Last Jedi did ever. Like, yeah, I, I don't I'm remember thinking of a Batman you. movie, Superman, Alien, uh, Star Trek. I've thought there's about no it. fandom as big as Star Wars on this. Well, planet. I know, but I mean, honest, honestly, I feel like Josh. the fan, Phantom Menace. Mm. Josh, there's no Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace played pretty hard. Josh, would you say Star Wars is bigger than Marvel? Is a not now, but it used to be. Uh, There's more casual fans of Marvel than there is of Star Wars. Yeah, I would say diehard fans. Like like if you were to take the juice, the essence of of fans, yeah, the, the stink. Which one stinks more, Marvel fans or Star Wars? Which one it is flips. It's, dude, it's Which one more flipped. potency? I feel like it's straight say, flipped. I would say before Avengers. So. Yeah, I would say before the Avengers movie, maybe uh, maybe Star Wars. But then Avengers goes – like Marvel goes crazy, right? Yeah, Marvel then, blew up. And then Star Wars does what it does, and I feel like it literally has flipped now. You know yeah, they, I mean? they went like this. I would yeah, agree with like, that. Yeah. I, uh, but additionally, Marvel has so much – content in facets and like different universes that you could read stuff and yeah. because there's so much stuff there's a lot less there's a lot less like conflict it seems mm-hmm. like, because people yeah. are just yeah. like oh yeah that's happening in this universe cool well plus like it's inherent to comics like retconning is inherent to comics like characters dying and coming back is inherent to comics like there's this level of like I don't know. It's, you don't there's, take it as seriously almost, you know? There's a retcon that, that has happened in the MCU that made me go a little... Uh, it, it was how in the Winter Soldier, I think Nick Fury says, I lost my eye because of the last time I trusted somebody. Oh, that's and one of my find... least favorite things in the MCU is Goose. And then, that was like, weird. And then Goose. Bruh. Like, I, that's that's I very... Thought, Did he trust yeah. Goose? Not oh, to God. scratch him? Is that's that one of the worst things they've done in I'm the MCU. And they've done a few. my belief to do that yeah yeah but then you but, just believe as a fan that there's an actual nick fury that was a badass that lost his eye somewhere out there in the multiverse and it helps you sleep at night true just read uh, original sin dude original sin is great yo. i have a hardcover of that shit that is a great story where he's just chilling with the eyes at, yeah. at one point he just got the eyes and just hanging Wait, is original sin the the is that one of the comic books that features cynthia schmidt no, 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 no. So original sin was this story where the watcher dies and somebody takes his eyes and it's like a murder mystery where all these Marvel characters are trying to figure out who killed the watcher and stole his eyeballs because they have like all this crazy power. It's also the book in which Thor becomes unworthy and Nick Fury is such a badass that he like whispers some shit in Thor's ear and literally makes him unworthy and Mjolnir's just stuck on the moon. It was like crazy. Like Nick Fury basically was like, oh, you thought I was like Nick Fury? Nick Fury fought the Avengers. Dude, he was, he went hard. Like (laughs) that that shit was wild. Yeah, that shit was wild. That's a great, that's a great book. Uh, I know this is way off topic, but I'm curious what people think of um, that new poster for Miss Marvel where- Oh, I didn't see it. Why you, Why, you Why you do this? Why you do this? I mean, look, I'm not a hardcore Miss Marvel fan, so I don't really like particularly care that they're changing her powers like that. What I care about is them not making her an inhuman. Like, why are they trying to erase? Because the freaking inhuman? Agents of Shield being like, but it's not canon. canon. But yeah, that's but that's thing. fine. Erase- that's yeah. okay. I don't like Agents of Shield. I like Inhumans. Uh, how dare you? What? You will watch Brando <laughs> and you like Agents, Agents of Shield? Shield. I love Agents oh, of Shield. No. I watched all seven seasons. I oh, love it no. so much. Once again, you've proved. If you'll excuse me. 
She was good. She was I good. feel like they're doing also, exactly. I love Coulson. Exactly what Marvel did to the mutants with the Inhumans, bro. They just, right? They just got like, They were like, but oh, I, I, I am, I am a big Miss Marvel fan. Okay, and cool. Like, cool. Uh, her, her powers are very tied into her finding her place. And right, because she and like turns stuff. into this atypical like white woman. She, she like first becomes like a carol right she like idolizes carol and then she wants yeah. she thinks of that and then there's this like identity crisis thing happening where she like realizes her own kind of identity and beauty and yeah 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 i actually thought that was one of the most compelling things that uh g willow wilson did um uh, with that character. Uh, uh, agreed agreed and her powers are way more than just stretching it's yeah <laughs> i i don't know bro like I, for me the only way i could have got into that show was if we had like a new black hole yeah. like a new uh a new uh, royal family with the Inhumans, and now I'm like, what is going on? She's a G? Like, what? <laughs> Sorry to derail. I apologize. It would be it would be great even if they didn't like recanonize Agents of Shield if they just brought in like some of the characters that were introduced in Agents of Shield into like the movies and like now canon TV shows. Like they wouldn't have to have the same backstory just as long as they were like the same general characters with the same actors. I think yeah. they have I think that's what they're gonna do with the Netflix shows because like they're not gonna do a direct tie into them, but those characters will all be back and have pre established relationships mm-hmm. which can technically be built off what you establish in that. I I was really sad when the uh when the rumor was proven false that uh Daisy Johnson played by Chloe Bennett was going to be in Secret Invasion because there was a rumor mm. that that was happening and then it was proven wrong and I got very upset. But yeah, that one was weird. She she went hard too about sort of saying that's not real. Like she she did a, like a weird Instagram video where she was like Marvel fans are coming up to me in a grocery store and like bothering me about this. So like stop, it's not happening. And I was like, "Oh man, I'm sorry about that, Chloe." Yeah. Shall we um read some soupies? Soup it up. What's up, Theory and Josh? Uh, do you think there's still going to be a young Kylo Ren Ben solo TV show or mini series? I would certainly hope so. Yeah, I loves so. y'all's content. P.S. If Nerd Council needs a Dune guy, I will volunteer. Dune excited excites me the same way Star Wars excites Theory. What do you think would be a better appearance for Anakin in the Ahsoka show? A flashback or Force Ghost? Force Ghost. Both. Both. Yeah, both. Obi-Wan Kenobi is the place for flashbacks. The Force Ghost is going to be wild, dude. If they do that, I'm going to lose it. That's nuts. Well, yeah, I I mean, I think she's going to be talking with Luke and he's going to open her up on how to, like. One of the reasons as to why we didn't, now I could be wrong, why we didn't see Force Ghost Anakin in episode nine, again, I could be wrong, is maybe because of the fact that I know George went back and made changes to the original trilogy. And in the original cut, Sebastian Stan was the ghost at the end of the film. Sebastian and then Stan? He, isn't that his name? Sebastian No Sebastian Shaw. Sebastian Shaw. I'm sorry. Sebastian Stan is the Winter Soldier. Sebastian Sebastian is, 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 is Winter Soldier. That would be amazing. If Bucky's like <laughs> sorry. He's like he's like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like in eighty two he just shows up. You you mentioned Winter Soldier and I was my bad, my bad. Yes, yeah, Sebastian Shaw, and then it became, you know, um, Hayden Christensen. But if you see the ghost of Obi-Wan, it's Sir Alec Guinness. And then, you know, so if Obi-Wan were to come back as a ghost, in theory, it would look like Alec Guinness, not like 
you know, um, no, they changed that, though. didn't they? Huh? Or did they ever replace? No, they replaced Anakin. Okay, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably why we didn't see the ghost of Obi Wan because they wanted to make it fit. And maybe with the ghost of Anakin, they were like, well. There's two cuts. Let's not convolute things. Dude, that you know what I heard, which is so I, wild? Yeah, go ahead, Chaco. What, you gotta... I was going to say, um, I think they explained that away in the, from a certain point of view, A New Hope. Mm. Um, yeah, Kaladi Gray has a short story, uh, Master and Apprentice, where Qui-Gon appears to Obi-Wan right before the events of A New Hope. Yeah, okay. And he knows, but, but it, it's from Qui-Gon's perspective. So it starts with him like, like, ethereal in the living force and then finding his form and reshaping himself and reshaping his body from memory hmm. um and so it would make sense that obi-wan who has been a jedi this whole time if he reshapes himself from memory it's going to be how he looked but hmm. if anakin doesn't if he's pulling himself from memory like i remember being little That's seeing sebastian yeah. shaw and being like who is that right who is that guy <laughs> But but like if he is reshaping himself from memory, the last time he's truly seen himself as a Jedi was as Anakin. Hmm. Or remember, I like that. But remember, Obi Wan was Alec Guinness. So if they were to bring back Force Ghost Obi Wan, it would have to be look like Alec Guinness at least. If you know, so mm -hmm. it's yeah. like I like your I like what you're talking about how they can kind of make what they look like. But does that mean they can change it? Does that mean that? If Obi Wan were to come back as a ghost, he could look like young or old, whatever he wants. Is that did they say? Or that? I don't know. Maybe he could morph into anyone and look like Mace Windu. <laughs> hmm. Somebody should like Padme and, and you know really yeah, confuse like him. mess with him. Yeah, pop up. Yeah, right really. Mess <laughs> him, yeah. yeah, that'd be funny. Um, where was I? Jaina Solo fell is better than Rey. Wish we got her book series. The Sword of the Jedi book series would have been amazing, and I'm very sad. Give me my animated. Give me my animated series. How did I jump up to the top here? What the heck? By the way, Danny, thank you for coming on, man. I love having you on. Seriously, this we we got a great dynamic. I think. Thank you for introducing me to all these wonderful people, bro. Yeah, we'll absolutely. All day about this Anytime you want to come on. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Well, let's talk right. anime. Yeah. Yeah, Chaco's a big anime fan, too. Good. Well, I, I, I'm i I'm a casual anime fan, but I'm all Dragon Ball. It's like my thing. But I still like anime. So, Yo, who's your favorite character? Did we ever talk about this? For Dragon Ball? Yeah. Frieza. Oh, really? That's... Yeah, he's one of the best villains. Look, if Palpatine is the best villain in the history of, of cinema, Frieza might be the best villain in the history of anime. Now, I could be wrong because also JoJo's Dio Brando is, is one of the – you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I know Dio. Yeah, yeah, Dio is like, dude, I don't want to spoil it, but in the first episode, he throws a dog into a furnace. Stop. Ah. I watched JoJo. I watched JoJo for a boy once. Biggest mistake. That's like the only – anime i've ever watched i was done he threw the dog in there nope done yeah mm -hmm. he throws a dog into a furnace and i'm like no that's like a cheap heat oh man but light yagami who light light yagami oh okay of course yeah. of course yeah light's great 
Yeah, that's no, my, that's my favorite anime available. <laughs> Bro, Vegeta's that's like one of the best. Yeah, Vegeta's mine too, dude. Frieza's Vegeta's pretty much the same thing as, as Palpatine and Thanos. So, like, you know, they have the big empire, they're the big. Mm -hmm. It's very similar, you know, that yeah, archetype. Sure. I think Palpatine would wipe Thanos out. No problem. With or without uh, the glove? Right. If he has yeah, that's the question. With, with or without? No, it makes no difference. No, no, crazy, dude. Makes no difference. Makes no difference. You guys are wow. simps. You guys don't understand. Wow. If you, you can, can when you can, sh when you can manipulate something from like halfway across the galaxy, let alone if the dude is right in front of you, I mean. But but that's what Thanos did. That's what Thanos did. But, but he has yeah, to Thanos he has to do this first. If you freeze him and don't let him, you know, like how they were trying to take his glove and like yeah. trying to like pry his fingers open, yeah, yeah, Palpatine yeah. can do that with his mind. He could See, that's, crush that his was hand. a weird right, but that was a weird MCU version. Like Thanos in the comics with the glove. No, dude, in the comics, a different story. He's like, though. it's not. He like makes multiples <laughs> of himself and sends himself out to go learn about the universe while simultaneously doing the events of Infinity Gauntlet. Like there were these Thanos side, like, dude. He's beyond. Like, it's, <laughs> it was. And, and it's, he and actually Palpatine. literally just becomes a, like a MCU god. He literally gets. Yeah, Thanos. he becomes so powerful. He kills Eternity, he, and he's like, I don't need the the gauntlet anymore. I'm Eternity, bitch. And he just like floats up like. <laughs> <laughs> he tore he tore Iron Man in half, and then he grabbed. Uh, and he doesn't need to and he doesn't need to close the glove to use it like that was a yeah. weird thing they did yeah and... power well, comics, comics version doesn't even give a crap about environmentalism he did it no. all so he could like for he's death. A simp. Death. yeah he's a simp dude for <laughs> sure he's he's for death. death hard comic bro. book, comic so book power scaling oh, is so far and away hold beyond on. you're like, telling me they, they dropped the ball because in avengers he had the line to face them is to court death Right. Remember, Demi Moore was rumored to play Death. That was the rumor that we had. Back and some people thought game. Hella. Yeah. They thought maybe they would do it with that Hella. Right? Yeah. 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 Sorry, there. Yeah. I didn't catch yeah. so, No. And then she gets with Deadpool, bro. That's the funniest part. She yeah. gets with Deadpool. Deadpool. Gets with Deadpool. Oh my. Yeah. She has a thing yeah. for Deadpool because he can't die. Oh. Shit. Yeah. In fact, I think the comic's called Thanos versus Deadpool. I think I'm pretty. Yeah. Sure yeah, it's yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you it's can't very kill funny. Deadpool, so what do you do? Like, how do you kill him? I don't know. <laughs> well, he can be killed, know. but it's just not easy. So, can he yeah, he, yeah, like, he was, him and Wolverine. Com like, who's harder to comic kill? Him or Wolverine? Power scaling is like Deadpool. beyond anything Deadpool, in the movies, dude. Every, like cosmic armor, Superman. Like, they're, it's just insane uh, what they do in the comics compared to the movies. Yeah. Okay, what, what about, what about Worldbreaker Hulk? Wolverine Hawk's a bad mofo, bro. Okay, so what about, what about him versus Thanos with the gauntlet? Oh, no, he doesn't stand a chance. No, Thanos, Thanos with the gauntlet. Yeah, Thanos, Thanos with the, the gauntlet. gauntlet like the only person that's reality that they... warping powers, you know? Yeah, yeah because, like... yeah, and Thanos in the comics is a genius, too. So he's a genius that knows, like, I think in the MCU it's implied that, like, because he's mortal, he lacks the complete understanding of, like, how to use the gauntlet like the closest that you see it is when he turns drax and them into like ribbons and stuff yeah that's like the closest yeah. to the comic book because like he could just like it, okay it, what about it, just think of something <laughs> but, but he also flies around in a thanos helicopter sometimes right <laughs> and, and, and gets, the TVA took and gets arrested took yeah he gets beat there's by a, squirrel girl somehow like this the spider-man comic where he he gets arrested by the cops and you see thanos in handcuffs and like the yeah. regular like New York police officers are leaving away. I would like, say maybe Franklin Richards. 
it's possible Franklin Richards at full power could possibly stand up to Thanos or maybe like X-Man or no. uh, the Beyonders. Like there's a couple okay. characters that are that strong. Josh, but, uh, here's something here's something for for everybody. Yeah. Omni-Man, Superman, mm-hmm. Homelander versus Thanos with the gauntlet. All three, yeah. three on one? All Dude, three they don't, on one. They don't stand a chance, bro. They, Thanos, they, bro. They literally Thanos stand Thanos no chance. Thanos Bro, in the comics with the Infinity Girl and Thanos can think of you disappearing, you'll disappear. Okay, what about wild. what about Goku uh, and Beerus as well? And Vader is there, but Thanos has Padme. Like, wait, against Thanos. on Geekdom and, 101, I have a video called Goku versus Thanos, which breaks all this down. Go watch it. You think he could stand a chance, Goku? Could te- you tease it watch out. the video, bro. Come no, on. No, tease it a little. Out, <laughs> I'm going to give that away here. Geek the one It's called Thanos versus Goku. Came out the like the week Avengers Infinity War came out. Hmm. It's one of those. It's one of those super situational things. You know what I mean? Like in in That's- Gauntlet, like the Silver Surface trying to go there super fast and like catch him off guard. Maybe maybe Super Super yeah, could go Silver and like could live in the like sun a- for a while. Right. It's well, awesome. if it was Superman from Justice League a million, that's been a million years in the sun. Like that is a different animal. That's a different. Okay. Thing. What about that Superman versus <laughs> that Superman? That Superman would stand a chance because he can like because yeah. you could kill him and he would just manifest a new body and shit. Like and he can also manifest. Can he manifest mini Superman out of his hand or something like that? Yeah. Well, that was creates, an old thing. That was super weird. Well, he creates a body weird. for Lois. He brings Lois back to life and creates like a silver body for her. Like it's yeah, he's really yeah. He played too much Mass Effect. Yeah. Bro, it's just funny how in comics they always have these characters that are just like they can't even yeah. fathom how strong they are. You know what right, I mean? Right, like right, the right. dude was just like super inebriated or something like right. Well, well, like think about this: they have like universal tier and multiversal tier, and there's also mm-hmm. omniversal tier, which means that your consciousness exists across the entire multiverse. Right. So, like, if you exist, like, if there's variants of you, that means you're just one mortal. But there's beings that exist across the entire multiverse one god that's so kind of like Shuma. like Shuma Gorath is kind of like that in comics because he can go through dimensions and like destroy entire dimensions from like other realities a uh, god emperor doom could whoop Thanos though because he takes the powers oh. of the beyonders and dude in secret wars like yo like Thanos rolls up on him and is like what about Owen Reese Owen Reese, well, yeah, so Owen Reese is an interesting one because he can be the battery for that kind of power. And I guess he could technically, but like he seems so impartial when he gets all that godlike power. I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting, he could probably do it if he was motivated to. It's wild, bro. Yeah, hey, what about Broom Boy? Comics are weird. Like... Broom Boy. Broom, Broom Boy, greater than. Did you say Silver Surfer is like. The god of Marvel. No, I mean he's he's. Well, Galactus is inherently in stronger than him, but like the one above all would be considered. That's the highest the, one. Yeah, like that would be considered yeah. like god god or whatever. But even and beyond that, to be there's just the beyond. A Jack Kirby, supposed to remember. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like a fourth world concept. But I mean, like, could and who could Josh. take out the Silver Server? Hmm. Galactus could. I Galactus, mean, Thanos, Adam Warlock Doctor Strange probably, probably could. Doctor Strange in certain iterations could for sure. Um, Magus, uh, even Hyperion might be able to take the surfer. Woolbreaker Hall when... could probably take the surfer, just being real. What? I was going to yeah. say that. A lot of this is also just hard to speculate sometimes because because 
I feel like there was an interview that Stan Lee has had where where he's been asked, you know, who would beat who in mm. in certain fights, and he would always say, um, whoever is supposed to win to further the plot. Yeah, for sure. Like right. at the, yeah. like yeah. at the end of the day, that that's always that's always been his objective to just further the plot. It's not. Yeah. I mean, what if Brock, like, Eddie Brock beat Noel? Um, <laughs> okay, what right. about the fact that shit was dope, dude, with the God of Light? Yo. What about the fact that Popeye punched the sun and gave it a black eye? Where do you rank in that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot of spinach, bro. The dude had a nuclear bomb in his bicep. Where's Yo, what? <laughs> Remember the episode? Okay, he but what if like him and oh, no, I don't yeah, remember that. Remember this? What if like, him and Saitama oh. punch each other? Dude, right? I was gonna do a video called Popeye versus Saitama. I never no did way, it, dude! You should... I swear to you, and I was gonna do bring that up. Yeah, would you say I mean, it would have been tongue in cheek, in, but all you know. of Dragon Ball right now. What about wait? What about Granola when Bugs right Bunny did that Granola? Bugs Bunny cartoon where he jumps out of the of the cartoon and slaps like the uh, the, the, the guy creator? drawing it? What kind of power is that? <laughs> the Fantastic Four do that a couple of times. They meet Jack Kirby and they they had like this issue where Kirby's a god and they like come out and the, he's like this created god. Yeah, well, there's, Jack Kirby there's, a, beat there's a Dragon Ball panel in the comic where Goku smashes the panel. Where, you know, he smashes it, one of the panels. So Vegeta should have smashed it world. and been like, "Give me justice." It's like fifth, fifth dimensional stuff, right there. Mm, yeah, it's wild. Things are good chats. Well, I'm I'm gonna continue the super chats on my gaming channel once we're done. I don't I don't want to sit you guys through everything. It's gonna be like another hour. Oh no, I thought you were gonna. I was I was looking forward to hearing them. But that's okay. It's up to you. Yeah, it's all good. Do you pick some fun ones or do your thing? Yeah, Gary knows here. best. He's looking at him. He knows what he's looking at. Yeah, it is, it's going to take forever, so I'm, I'm going to do it on the gaming channel. So anyone who wants, if I didn't read your Super Chat, go on Theories Arcade. I'm going to read it right after we end this stream. Um, but, yeah. I'm so this is That's pretty Anakin, smart, bro. i got to do that trick. Is Anakin going to I just thought of it. I'm like, you know what? Why don't I give him over there? And, uh, instead of doing and, it on this channel. It, I have a question, though. It's, is Anakin possibly going to come back and give his blessing to Luke and Ahsoka to, to be a... No. No. Shut up. I can't watch anymore. <laughs> That's why he shows up. Is Ahsoka is like, I I'm gonna ask no. for your son's hand. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm having, no. I'm having feelings. Cat, kill him. Kill him now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every, every stream is like you thought you were gonna get out of an episode without uh, a Luke Soka drop. No. Let me ask you a question. Like actually ship this, or are you just trolling? Like where did I come from? Okay. So I started. He texts me at night. He's like, he's like, yo, dude, you see like the pictures on Google about Luke and his son? Like, bro, send me this weird stuff. Look, here's the thing. Like, if you just open up your mind a little, open, no. up, your, open up your third eye and we look at well these adopted siblings. My lord, is that legal? I mean, you oh. said it. Oh, I didn't say it. She's also either. 17 years older than him. Yes. Yep. She's experienced. I got, I got a question for you. Okay. What do you think is a better idea? What would you do? A, Luke dies a virgin in The Last Jedi. Or B, they figure out how to canonize Mara Jade and have them hook up at some point between six and seven, and then something happens to her, she dies, and that maybe helps lead to his. Um, I think Luke being a, a virgin kind of explains him being as grumpy as he is. In, uh, <laughs> and and I, I want to see him download Callista again. 
Um, <laughs> was that the dream the wife that he had? Yeah. No, no, in in the in the Is comics. The I mean, not not in, in in the books. He um, there's a Jedi that uploaded their consciousness into a computer, uh, like a Clone Dangerous. Wars era Jedi, and then like. Luke is there with a friend of his, who, who's a, who's a woman, Bruh. and she gets injured. Basically, he downloads this Jedi's brain into her body and then dates her. It's like that what? Blade Runner twenty forty nine. What's the point? The, yeah, it's Blade like Runner. The robot girl. That feels, that feels like uh, Wonder Woman in nineteen eighty four, man. Yeah, that's that a whole. Some, it's a whole. That's weird. Right. That is not consent. No. I'm just saying, it's not. Why do you have that <laughs> clip on standby? You just had <laughs> So no more Jade then. No. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I want Mara Jade. You guys are crazy. I want Mara Jade. I want to see her, but they should end up getting killed anyways. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel right? like, oh, like, how many people get killed in Star Wars? Like, oh, everyone. Everybody. Couple. Everybody <laughs> dies. I, don't, I, feel I feel like if like... you do Mara Jade, people may be mad. And then I feel like if you right, use someone you other than Mara Jade, people will be mad that it's not Mara If you shoot a character insane. that has that much history, you know, like, like nobody's going to be satisfied with that. Like, oh, maybe the well, idea is but like, they're not going to be able to do that same story. So then you're at the end of the day, you're going to be like, well, why? What was the point? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, this is actually the time period that they could do it between. Right. That's why. Yeah. I so, I mean, they right could now. fit her in somehow, not necessarily get to the romantic part because obviously we don't have a Ben, you know, Skywalker coming from their, right. their interactions. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, maybe the way forward is that she and, and he don't actually get together, but there is some sort of interaction because Mando yeah. is that time period. Bruh, or maybe what if they, they do recognize and Luke has a, a son that is comes back or something? Or maybe they something. have a romance and she dies before. Right, that's they, what I'm saying. What right. if they backdoor in canonically, children? Luke was what? canonically um, spitting game at that one girl in the um, the robot brain lady. It was a no, no. It was it was a really like bad book, but um, Randall's girl. It was. Um, <laughs> Uh, weapon of the Jedi, either Weapon of the Jedi or Heir to the Jedi. One and of he's those like, two canon books. He's going for it. Yeah, yeah. He meets this this girl, and they're like, they're doing their thing. I, I don't, I can't remember if they actually hooked up, but they were, they were into each other for sure. Hmm. So okay, canonically, Luke's got got some game. Hmm. <laughs> he's a Skywalker. He's got to. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> shit, no. I Anakin, was, Anakin was, was hot. I mean, Anakin, yeah, dude. Anakin pulled a pulled a queen. Yeah, he did. He was a boy. It's called the Force, dog. They had to create a whole magical system. It's, it's called destiny, becoming a trophy yeah. husband. Yeah, for sure. Hey, but she's a trophy wife, though. She's a trophy wife, though. For sure. She's no, she's who's the who's the one the money Like she's. Yeah, she's yeah, but she's like the who, who's the one who's the one providing protection here? <laughs> who knows? That doesn't constitute a trophy husband or wife. Trophy husband or wife is based on who makes less money. <laughs> is that true? Oh, is it? Yep. if that's the case, then I thought it's, it's, it's they're, they're literally an ornament to your yeah like success and everything you do. They're they're mm -hmm. really equal. He's the top in the Jedi. She's yeah. like amazing. Yeah. I'm not saying. I just don't yeah, think he I'm had game, that, dude. That <laughs> Are you an angel? I'm just saying, if it wasn't for Anakin, those coupons would have taken Padme, and that would have been it. So she owes him. 
big time. Uh, what? Transactional? You want to rephrase that? Yeah, I don't, know that, I don't know if that's exactly what you meant you, to say there. It was him, her life. What do you mean? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, Kuhan, Clovis saved Padme's life in, in that same arc. Does she now owe him? What? Palpatine okay. endangers everyone's life all the time. I don't like Is he like negative in this balance? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, in episode two, the slugs, they would have like... Yeah. And Anakin jumped in and took care of it. Yeah. You talking about the ones where she asleep? Yeah, the Kuhans, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. If it wasn't for that, you know. Hey, he, he saved her. I mean, they, they they saved each other a few times in that, uh, in the Coliseum. Kind of. True. Story. Yeah, she's she's you know? fierce. She's fierce in this film, actually. Yeah, she's, she's great in episode two. She's she's fantastic in that movie. Mm -hmm. well, I wish it was more like Palpatine. that in episode three. Here's pregnant. Gets caught a bunch She's of not going to be delegation of two thousand scenes should have been left in. Yeah, true. Oh, but the, yeah. the knife scene at the end, I think that would have made her so much more badass. Because <laughs> like in the so much more but it's out of character. Yeah, like... But it's out of character. I'm going. Yeah, to I know, like, no, no. But even when she finds out that scene till the day I die. She finds out that he like killed younglings, and then she's like, she's like, come away with me. We can like even after that, and it's like what? I think I explained this like the third time I was on here. It's, it's this you. whole thing of like she's lost the Senate. She's lost her entire life's work since she was 12. And so the only part of her identity that she has latched onto that still exists is Anakin and her family. So at that so at that point in time, she's not thinking clearly. She's just thinking, this is all I have left in life because my life's work has gone down the drain. So love has blinded you? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. Well, I feel they're like they're both nuts. Really love love has blinded them nuts. both. In that they're, moment, they're both nuts. love has blinded think... them both. I think I think she would have come to her senses if she had a moment because like her losing the Senate happened within the last 24 hours. But in that moment, she is under extreme duress. So you can't blame her for thinking I can get through to him. I can still save what is left of my life. I mean, he, it's just funny. I killed them all. The women, the children. Yeah, no, yeah. And she's okay. like, we, no. we all get mad from time to time. Yeah. It's all right. It's all, yeah. it's all right, honey. Come here. Okay. I, I just I just made a TikTok where I uh, I inserted um, her from from Viver Vendetta. So he says oh, all that, okay, and cool. it goes to her, and she's like, well, you like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, yeah, yeah that's a that great movie, bro. That's a great I like movie. That. I love that movie. Great Maria, movie. You, you quiet. I don't know, like I don't know anything about anime. I just got into Marvel, so I've just been listening and, and listening from the experts. But um, you know what I think is out of character that actually like happened with Padme Still. is like you know, she always put her like work first, right? And her priorities first. I personally don't think she died from sadness. That's not my like belief of course it's like canon but um uh she wouldn't just leave her kids she wouldn't leave her kids like that would be her new motivation you know what i mean like i understand that you know annie can turning to the dark side made her extremely depressed and about it but like i seriously think she would have fought for her children she wouldn't have died from sadness because she had something to fight for you think it was palpatine that killed her Yes, I use I use the real life example of Debbie Reynolds in this situation because she yeah. still had another child. She had a grandchild, and yet she yeah. still she still passed away within twenty four hours after Carrie. Mm. Yeah, 
So that, that's always unfortunate had, when it she happens. Had, yeah, it's one of it's it's one of those things where I think I think mentally the body just couldn't deal with the stress and the mental instability that was happening in that mm -hmm. moment. So I don't think it mattered the fact that she logically had had more reasons to live. I think at that point her body was just overloaded with emotion. But the and, and but just, the doctor said she's in perfect health. Like the droids right. said she's what in about, perfect health. Yeah. We just don't understand but it. But physical I, health is different than than mental health. Yes. I personally think I mean that, that's true, but you but your organs have to cease to function, you know. So right. I get what you're saying. I do understand what mm. you're saying, but they have to stop functioning. And so, but one of the things that um that I, I just I agree with um Maria, I think that, that Palpatine had more to do with it than than they admit because like, he, he, going he, back he planned it. It's it's a planned yeah. thing. Like he literally had it planned out to manipulate Anakin, forcing those dreams into his head. He knew about it all. And, and then the, like and even like it's a, you kill two mm. birds with one stone. They, they do a good job of of showing the the death of Padme, and and Sidious finding Anakin on Mustafar, him mm -hmm. touching his Vader. head, her dying, yeah, her dying. Yeah. At that time. and you can yeah. you also beats. remember that with exactly, and you when when they were in after he was suited up and he sits up, he can't feel Sidious, right? That's why he just started trying to crush everything in the goddamn room because Sidious had. Was was trying to hide himself. He was manipulating Anakin at that point still because he's like, you know, it seems in your anger you killed it's, her. He's it's like, no, a way to she hold was alive. Back. It's a way to you know make him crumble. A way to like the reason why Vader is so powerful is because he hates himself so much. So by telling him, oh, you killed Padme, and and he knew about this, like it's all planned out. Like he allows Vader to crumble even more, and um, like everything the fact that, was Palpatine's yeah. manipulation. Exactly. Everything was. So why would it stop there? Every yeah, single thing revol revolving around Anakin was Sidious's manipulation. The question for for everyone here. Well, actually, I, I want to shout out Roberto Blake in the, in the chat. He's yeah. the super chat. I, I watch your stuff all the time. So, so do I. So it's cool too. You. But um, uh, was there? Do you guys think there was a time jump between him finding Vader and Vader being completed in the suit? Um, no. He makes the, he was he makes dying. the comment. No. No. Well, it, so, it would have been a short time jump, jump, like maybe an hour, because it takes a while to get back to the ship. You, yeah. you have to pick him up, get him to the ship, fly to yeah. the place, and we don't but know how long the whole thing. operation takes. But the, yeah. the, the reason behind the question is with uh, when he says that Padme is dead, does he know how uh, Padme is dead for certainty? Is he just spitballing there? That's a good point. Um, I feel like it's. It, I feel like it's highly possible that he's just spitballing, especially since he knows that Obi Wan was the one who left Anakin there. He knows that Obi. He probably knows that Obi Wan probably got to Anakin because of Padme, and therefore Padme would be with Obi Wan. So you know, in his sort of logic, he's probably thinking, yes. well, whether she's that dead or alive, it. she's most likely hiding with Obi Wan. So. I mean, I like the idea that Palpatine just kind of used the force to to drain her life. And, and that's the theory that I think Dash, I think, made a video about it years ago that that maybe he drained her life and gave it to, to, to keep Anakin alive. I mean, I, I, it doesn't say mm, in like, movies. Well, okay. also, if she's still without Padme, Anakin has nothing. 
He's rock bottom yeah. now, which means Palpatine right. can do whatever he wants. If she survives, then he still has another person that he's emotionally <laughs> serving. Without her, and like, there's nothing yeah. else. Attachment. I mean, like originally. Another... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Murray. <laughs> and like another thing is like the time jump between like when Vader's like putting on the suit and stuff. Like, I don't think that's huge enough because we know that when Padme died, they tried to cover up the fact that her babies were still alive it took time to prepare the ceremony so in theory like when you look at for example palpatine already insinuating those dreams into anakin he knew that padme would die that was his plan like that's how i see it because then as soon as she died he already knew she was dead and then yeah it could be a spitballing kind of situation but well, i think remember, i think his such plan a sad was for padme to die no uh, matter what well remember they're cutting between the different shots of uh, of you know Vader becoming Vader, but they're showing her like giving birth. I think and there's a point that it like cuts like in between yeah. constantly, like they're right. doing it together, like that. Yeah. And and then they show her like on that bed with like Jar Jar on everybody's side. So that had to have been at some point after. So I feel like I don't think it happened at the exact same time. I think it was. Mm, Luke, yeah. I think what really happened was Lucas had to like finish the movie and tell all these stories, so he had to like kind of do like a back and forth thing. You know, it's like editorial time. Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed yeah. to it being actual time. Because after Obi Wan left Anakin burning, you know, he had to go back, find Padme's body, load her onto the ship, then go. You know, no, so she was already on the ship because uh, yeah, so, yeah, C three PO carried her down to the ship. So Obi-Wan goes oh, that's to the right. she's okay. already resting. But we also right, don't know how long Anakin lied there in the, in the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and so that's so how long was his way up agonizingly for a little you bit. You know what was actually kind of cool was in, in the junior novelization, Palpatine jumped down to the low ground, grabbed Anakin, and then force jumped out of there and just like <laughs> and was and it was carrying him. And then just like put him on the ground. That is pretty then, cool. It wasn't, yeah, I, I think that would have been pretty sweet to see. It wasn't yeah. long at all because well, I guess it's not canon, but in the novelization, the reason why Obi-Wan left was because he sensed Palpatine coming. That was the Whoa, only reason why really? he left. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't like that, though. Well, that's the novel. Who you saw it overhead. He saw a ship flying overhead. Otherwise, he would have been able to see that he, he actually did die. He that's said, oh, shit, he's coming. I got to get the hell out of here because there's no way he was going to defeat City. That was one reason why he didn't also go down there and kill Anakin because he's like, I could either get stuck there or Palpatine's here in a minute anyway, so I'm yeah. just, then I'm dead. What's the point? Exactly. I see. Okay. You know, when you put it also, uh, originally in the, because um, I think some of that is also just afterthought uh, in the Star Wars Archives book. Um, it talks about how George originally envisioned that Padme would live for like six months after giving birth. Hmm. Um, yes. Which coincides with what Leia said in Jedi I, when I was very young or whatever. But I don't like that because if you watch Jedi before seeing the prequels, it's almost implied that Padme was alive until she was like maybe four or five years old. And then she yeah. died of sadness because her husband left. He's doing dishes. That's me. What's that noise? Anyways, what is that? What is that? Don't worry about it. Okay, all I was saying was that um, if you watch Return of the Jedi before seeing the prequels, which we all did, well, I did, like, it's almost implied like she died, she, she died when I was very young. I remember feelings. So it's almost like, it's implied that Padme lived when she was like five or six, and I feel like George 
may have forgotten that. I know he kind of retconned it, but I think he may have like forgotten that he wrote that into Jedi. Because I feel like had he remembered, he probably would have kept her alive and then had her die just because she kind of knew that Vader was never coming back. But then that would have kind of changed things because if Vader knew she was alive, maybe he would have considered it. See, it's a tough spot. It's a tough spot right there. Yeah. Maybe Leia confused her visions as memories. That's what I think. That's that's, but it's still kind of a retcon because I feel like when George wrote Jedi, he originally envisioned her surviving a few more years. Because we, if you read books like the Secret History of Star Wars, this, this dude changes mind like a hundred times. I mean, in, in Empire, you had like what was it? in Empire? You had where originally it was to be Yoda and Anakin and Obi Wan training Luke before he decided that Anakin and Vader were one guy when he was in Mexico. And then, like, you know, he originally planned for Palpatine to actually be Anakin's father in Revenge of the Sith. There's a lot of things that he changed along the way. A lot. I mean, a lot. Yeah. That was just in huh? the draft of the script. But also, I feel like George can retcon anything he wants. You know? yep. No, I know that, but you're right. But it's still a retcon. Like, even in Dragon Ball, like, Goku was never an alien until right. Toriyama decided he was an alien. So yeah. the creators do it all the time. I'm just saying that it's True. funny that Star Wars, even Vader being Luke's dad is a retcon because that wasn't what was planned out in A New Hope. Yeah, so, like, right. I think Star You're speaking Chaco's language. I don't know as huh? much of a retcon as it was just moving forward well he wasn't retcon because it was never established yeah it was just him no, retroactive yeah but, like, but obi-wan said vader betrayed and murdered your father that's a, that was taken as a literal statement and well, like i said but who's but but maybe that's taken as an exactly what but that's taken as a literal statement well the original in one of the original drafts for empire luke was going to train with the ghost of anakin the ghost of obi-wan and yoda and then when lucas went to mexico he was i think it was like two in the morning he stayed up at night and then he realized why don't i just make anakin and vader the same person that's the story that was but why do you know also also there's a um you know that because that was written i'm just saying if if you take all of that out and just focus in on the story it's right and not the extras you right, know, but you what, know what no, no, yeah, no, I say that like well, I know, but I'm talking about like there's a whole the, deleted the scene where a guy comes and talks to Luke about his father when he's about to get on the X Wing as well. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. That even if it was if it didn't make the final cut of the film, it's still like looking in the creator's brain. He still had this idea and then changed trajectories. It's I'm not saying it's a bad what, thing. It, yeah. Honestly, I think that Vader being Luke's father is probably the best retcon in the history of baby storytelling. Because look what it did for the damn. Look what it did for everything. Like you know. Yeah. So it's yeah. interesting to me. You know. But that you, whole you don't have to call it a literal retcon. It's like more of an idea. It's like an idea and an idea. Yeah. Different pathways, yeah. Yeah, that would have been wild if he had Luke training with the ghosts. Hmm. I mean, don't don't forget that. Like originally, uh, according to what the book says, there were multiple like Sith lords, and the Emperor wasn't even a Sith lord. Like originally, the Emperor in A New Hope, take away all the other stuff, the yeah. Emperor was like a regular guy. Emperor. He wasn't even like a Sith lord. Right. That was yeah. like a, a like, puppet. He was a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Sith yeah. Lord. yeah. There's interesting yeah, stuff. There's yeah. There's a lot of things they changed. Well, because there was some legend stuff that was actually like taking that idea a little bit, and I think then that that becomes some of the framework for um old republic stuff like don't they like yeah. take some of that and like put it into the old republic it's interesting yeah like the, the jedi bendu and how like in one draft remember mace windy 
Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, just yeah. reading about that today. It, it, yeah. I wish what? I, I kind of <laughs> I wish they would do like a what if thing where they adapt that story. That I wish that they would do stuff like that cuz that'd be pretty awesome. It would be cool if they did like adaptations of of like old drafts as like a what if. Yes. Kind of a, that yes. would be cool. Yeah. Have you read so the, many different awesome. drafts? There's so many. Yeah. Have you read the the Star Wars comic? That is a, a whole comic book based off of the original draft. The is original that real? Script. Yeah. I didn't, I thought that sounds like I didn't know they actually made that. No, it's called it's wanted. called the Star Wars, and you look really, at it and, it's, and it's Ralph McQuarrie's old art, and you know Han Solo is a green alien. Um, <laughs> the Journal of the Will stuff. Uh, it it's yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild. Dude, that sounds. You know, I'm on. Thanks for telling me. I didn't even know I existed. I had no idea that was even real. That's something I would want to look at. Yeah, I feel like a casual babby, but I'm not. You're not. You're a casual like, babby. I'm not. Well, when it comes to the OT, I, I know my shit. It's just some of the new stuff I don't know much about. Because, you know, I don't like it. Yeah. I've actually never heard that before. Casual babby. That's kind of fun. Casual babby, bro. Yeah. Mm. What does that mean? Just like a casual fan? Whoa, look at that Kroger. Holy God. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> look at that cute. Or it's Wishmallow. Oh. Huh? My gosh. Googling, like, right now. Yeah. That's pretty, get one of it's pretty uh, awesome. <laughs> That's cute, dude. Yeah. I sleep with it every night. It takes up like, my whole one. bed. Oh, really? It was like a fat ball. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that is what it is. It's giant. It is what it is. It's cute. Hey, th chat's being real cool, yo. Thanks for the nut kind words. Like I said, I'm not like a Star Wars expert when it comes mm. to like all of the EU stuff because there's so much EU, like you just can't read it all. But when it comes to those original three movies and stuff like that, that's where I know my stuff. I'm really good at, at the old stuff. But, like, they put out so many books now since Disney took over even before then. It's hard to keep track of all that stuff, man. It's a lot. Oh, a lot of content. Cool. You know. So. That's pretty sweet. Chaco put that link in there, guys, if you want to get that. It's 70 bucks for that. Oh. Month. Holy mother love, 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 love Kindle edition's nine dollars. <laughs> True. I in Comixology. You can get it on Comixology. That's yeah. pretty dope. Hmm. Somebody said no love for Rogue One or Solo. You know what? Honestly, like I kind of liked Solo more like the second or third time I saw it. Is anybody mm. everybody is that movie still hated? Because I didn't I didn't hate that movie. I thought it was okay. I didn't hate solo one with oh, ever. Oh, solo? Wait, which one are we talking about? Solo. So solo, it kind of grew solo. on me. I love solo. Mm. After after watching The Last Jedi, I wasn't originally going to go see it, but then my friend graduated from high school and was like, "Let's go see it." So I did, and it actually made it made me like regain some of my faith in Star Wars. It did. <laughs> solo, bad. I didn't think it was that bad. Solo, solo is like like solo you're folding clothes and you you toss okay. it on and you. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I enjoy That's it, not but about it's not Rogue like. That's my least favorite Star Wars movie. So, is Solo is like good, but it's just it's it was not that it's unnecessary, but I could have lived without it. You know it what I mean? It's not, yeah, no, it's, it's not revolutionary for me. Oh, it's honestly, when you think about it, all of these new it's Disney solo. movies are pretty unnecessary. Mm. Mm. It's They're not. Really it's not one hundred percent necessary. Rogue I will give you that. It's Rogue One was that. It's not one hundred percent necessary, but Rogue? I still enjoy it. I think Rogue One has, in my opinion, the second best third act of any Star Wars film. Yeah. I think Return of the Jedi has the best third act. But Rogue Agreed. One, yeah. that third act, bro, yeah, it's pretty is good. like it's phenomenal, bro. I it feel has such like, a page. Yes, I, I feel like the third act is the only part of the movie, though. I mean, 
I, I've agree. grown, I've I grown to, to like yeah. it a lot more. I've grown to like it a lot more, especially because I did a episode of my podcast on it where I, I had big fans of it come on and just gush about it. Then I rewatch it and see how it's I got feel. Fans. Um, but like, I still feel like it was written backwards. Like they wrote the third act and then we're like, all right, we're going to hit this target. <laughs> we need exposition now. Some do, oh, yeah. You know, some writers do that though. There's you know. Well, the third act was in the crawl of the right. first Star Wars movie. Yeah. Not that maybe they, wrong to, with it. they had to figure out how they were going to position Vader so that he didn't, you know, take Overtake over everything. the movie. Right. Yeah. Hey, then, but no, then, I don't I don't care what anybody says. That first scene of Vader when it when the door opens up at the Undertaker coming out, bro, and you see the shadow and he's walking out and they play the slow dude. And then when you hear James Earl Jones, look, I became I don't care, but I became a fan oh, of Fire Rector Krennic. Like like what the, what the hell? The reaction. What? Hello? Is it me? What? Hello? Was it Lauren? What is going on? It was Lauren. It's Lauren. It's Lauren. Lauren, what are you doing? <laughs> this sounds like a ghost. <laughs> I am. This is exactly this what Maria said. <laughs> it's because those, air, those AirPods, going those AirPods are, are whack. Don't worry, There's a disturbance in the force. Are you doing this? Alright, I'm just gonna mute Lord. Wait, why is this all happening? What the hell? What is going on here? Uh, hello? Can you hear me? Uh, yes. Can you hear me? Yeah? Are we back okay. Yeah. Sorry, Sounds like my, we were all just possessed. Are... <laughs> that, was my, that was my computer's fan. Sorry. It, it, it was oh, was it overheating? A little bit. A little bit. Your computer's uh... fan made us sound like droids? Is that it's what Halloween. it sounded like last time when it was me? Is that what it sounds yeah. like? Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I gotta get hey, wireless headphones. Don't mind me. I was just marking out over Vader and then Don't movie. you have one? Hearing James Earl Jones again. No, I need movie. like a headset. Like, oh, like me? So you can look like Leia? Yeah. Me? Callus? <laughs> yeah, so I can be cool. So I can be a cool influencer. Yeah, I need a headset. <laughs> I wouldn't Ten call us that. These aren't even plugged in. They just complete the looks. <laughs> Winter is coming. Many. Really? No, they're fucking broke, Alana. I don't know, man. Who knows? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. No, okay. People in the chat. All right. Yeah, the point I was going to make is that Vader was awesome in that movie, and Rogue One had a great third act, and the story was lacking a little bit, but the third act was just phenomenal. Um, and I was just saying that the third act was actually the crawl for A New Hope. They just took that and made it into the third act. But it was I, – I always will love the third act. I wish they would – they would release those leaded scenes though, because like half the movie like was was changed or whatever. You know that story about like half of it was like changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Later like, on the beach. Uh, yeah, and like the the tie fighter that shows up when she's like on the the catwalk yeah. thing. You can like, see like, some. You just have to wear the. Yeah. yeah you just man. have to watch well, the trailer and you know. Dude, watch watch my interview with Gary Witter, the guy who wrote. It was one. incredible. That's one of my really really great interviews. Interview. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 
Me too, man. It's so great hearing this, like some of his ideas about like Vader on the beach. I'm like, how does it feel to have that power? No, yeah, you could like just do that. <laughs> his overall like how so did, Star Wars. Did Disney change it? Is that what it was? Um, there's like a boardroom. Go, go watch the interview. I'm gonna pull a geekdom. Go watch yeah. the interview. Yeah, I will. I will do that. I will do that. Um, also, big shout out to everyone subscribed. You guys just uh, surpassed me over three mil. 50,000. It was at 3 mil 40,000 for a while there. So thanks, guys. Nice. Appreciate it. Yay. And Josh's girlfriend is in chat there. Say what? <laughs> She's probably like, get off the stream. Jazz. Did you have a good time a in the Big Apple job? Yeah, Dang. we had a great time. We went, you know, actually, we went and saw my first uh, Broadway play oh, was okay. Phantom. I, I've never <gasps> seen a Broadway oh, play. Awesome. Did you yeah. love it? I was actually blown away. So I mostly did it just for her, right? Because she likes musicals. Um, and I thought I was going to have to suffer through it. But like, I was like, you know, it's all Gucci. It's what, you know, it's what she's into. I was legitimately blown away. I actually want to go see more musicals now. It was really That's cool. That's awesome. Was the first Wait, one you I should. Which one did you see? Yeah. Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. This is literally just like a, a crazy plug. But a guy that I that is in my drama class at school, he recently had to take a leave of absence because he's currently in Jagged Little Pill on Broadway. So I'm going mm. to plug that one. So everyone should go see that one. Wow. I heard extremely controversial things about that. I'm gonna have to text. There's you some. About there's that some. Later. There's some. Alanis Morissette musical. That. He's not. He's it? not involved in that. That happened before he joined. Mm, okay. He's not involved in that, and his character has nothing to do with that. So. I was gonna say the first time I ever heard Jack Little Pill was the Alanis Morissette, Alanis Morissette album yeah. title. Is that what it is? That's what it I'm is. It's a jukebox musical uh, okay. using Alanis Morissette songs to create a story, like Mamma Mia. That's very nineties. Not to be confused with Jagged Little Thrill, which is very, very different. <laughs> oh, let's see the puppy. Chaco, I can't get puppers. Yeah, every now and then, half of the time she's sitting behind me in the chair because she doesn't oh like. Oh my that. goodness. Aww. My heart. That's one thing I miss. By the way, I found that comic that does Star Wars. I found it. And it the cover of it looks awesome, bro. I'm gonna pick that up because I'm always a big fan of that kind. That of cover stuff. does look dope for sure. Like, dude, dude they just released it. Batman '89, the comic, and I'm. Mm, anytime you yeah. take something like that, I'm in. Anyone a Nintendo fan here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, just, I have a. I have a they limited edition red Wii from like 2010. Dude, they just released the N64 uh, <laughs> pack today. Really? For, yeah, for Ocarina of Time. Yeah, Ocarina of Time. Golden Eye. Oh, really? Okay. Yo, that's kind of hot. Oh, Golden Eye, bro. Oh, Dude. Dude. Can you up, play Golden Eye? Can you play multiplayer Golden Eye? Can you play online? I, I used to, but it doesn't hold up anymore. I don't think you can do online. I don't think so. Of course, oh, then, it's Nintendo. No. That would that be wild? Could you imagine? That'd be amazing, bro. That'd be super fun. Odd jobbing it up, right? Yeah. Perfect dark. Just kneeling. Oh, dude, and like perfect dark sixty four. Holy shit, Danny! Dark, that is bro. one of the best video games ever made. It was so ahead of its time. Oh man. It's the best video. And game then ever they try to make another one, Perfect Dark Zero, and it. it yeah, on the exciting. Xbox. Yeah. Whatever. Nothing will ever top Conker's Bad Fur Day, but it never got released. <laughs> uh, there's a yeah yeah that was. Questionable for kids to be playing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't care. We, none of us cared. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, ninety kids. We grew up. Okay. Hey, you were born in the. Yeah, you were the same age, right? Me. You were born in nineteen ninety. No, Chaco. Uh, eighty-seven. Me too. Oh, you got me. I got you by three years. I'm eighty-four. 
For the people in the chat, uh, the, the dog is named Suki after oh. Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Very adorable. I'm crying. How old? Uh, Suki is two. Cute. Yeah. <gasps> Precious. Oh. Take my dog back now. in LA is nine. <laughs> what? Take Lauren just saw no, the dog. I saw him. No, I was the first one to point it out. No, you check, check. Yes, I was. Check. Check. Go that oh dog is a that dog is a big fan of the Lauren will never Just live you know. this down. No. Um, actually, never. actually, this this dog does have uh, some some Mandalorian scarves, uh, Mandalorian and, and Grogu scarves. That, That's cool. Nice. Let's go. Well, I think we uh, exhausted this one three hours long. What do you think? <laughs> Unless you got some more to say, anybody want to thank you talk guys about for anything? having us on? Cat's like, no, I'm out of here. I'm done. <laughs> thanks. See you all later. But I know you have to read all your super chats. Those people are probably like waiting. Yeah, so I'm gonna go on the yeah. gaming channel and do it, and not keep everyone preoccupied. But yeah, this was fun. I mean, um, return next week. And we love you guys. Thanks for the supers. Thanks for the you know engagement and just coming in and making this podcast what it is today. So we appreciate it. And uh, big shout out to our new guest, Geekdom101. You can go check out his videos and his channel. And of course, everyone else here. I'm going to pop their names up so you can go follow them on their socials. Yes, oh, I want their socials. Oh, wait, then I should I should change mine to my actual social then. Because <laughs> that is yes. not how my thing is spelled. Lauren, just Lauren. There we go. There we go. Lauren. All right. Love you guys. We'll catch you later. Have a great night, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Later. Bye.